You're listening to the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. <clears throat> Wholesome. Independent. <clears throat> Free. <laughs> Thanks be to games. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode 112 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. I'm Corey. Will's not here yet, but he will be here later, hopefully by the time we start our main segment. He has a night class on Wednesday, so he's unable to join us at the moment, but should be here before too long. He'll also have some news to announce when he when he gets here, too. Uh, today's episode is going to be about the Fall Games Preview Part Part two, or part two, uh, we're we're continuing on with our fall games preview. Obviously, we left off last time with the PS4 releases, which were what was November fifteenth. So we'll be we'll be taking it from there. Uh, you know, going until the rest of the year with the scheduled releases, and then this episode we're also going to be doing the unscheduled releases. So, uh, which it now includes the Xbox One, which is kind of what I was hoping for when we started doing this year's uh fall games preview is that we would have the xbox one release date before we did the fall games preview so we could give you the exact date for that and when all those games are coming out so we've got that to look forward to for later uh anyone have any teasers uh i do tease away uh i played a iphone i'm not sure when this came out originally i think it might have come out last year for like pcs or something but i played waking mars on my iphone mm-hmm and another iPhone game called Sprinkle Islands. Sounds fancy. And Corey and I both played NHL 14. Oh. Both purchased That's NHL right. 14. Okay. Um, I played the FIFA 14 demo and the Pro Evo Soccer 14 demo also. Uh-huh. I think that was it for me. Okay. I played a little more oh. Rayman. Spelunky. Spelunky. I played some more Spelunky also. Okay, so yeah, you'll have a better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I played more Rayman, uh, and then that's all I really have to tease for for newer games. So I'll I'll be talking about that. I played a lot more later. Rayman too, Dan. Oh, good. So I'm yeah, we'll to get into it again. We'll be we'll be talking more Rayman later on in this episode. Uh, Nibble Bits, Eric, why don't you go ahead with Nibble Bits? Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen PS four beta is going to be launching in February, and for anyone wondering if you play it on the PS three, you will be able to transfer to your PS four for free. So I suppose that's good. I I was looking at Metacritic the other day and it got I saw it got a decent score and I was like, oh shit, I might be able to get sucked into that if I start reading good critic reviews. Yeah. And then went on there and the user view, user score was pretty bad. So I was oh. like, eh, fuck it. Yeah, they probably have a better. Well, at it's least probably for... one that Final Fantasy is such a. It's it's, it's like a sequel to a movie that was awesome the first time and you have a lot to live up to oh yeah and it's got those fans that are real passionate about it so if it's not perfect right they're not gonna like it right 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 but yeah that's a good way of looking at it whatever um humble indie bundle number nine was announced that includes trying Two, which i know Corey and i have played and both enjoy yes Corey? Yeah. All right. Goblin Menace, Mark of the Ninja, which I have. I haven't played. You played that, Dan? No, I also haven't. I think Will and, has. And haven't played it. Will's played, played it. Mark of the Ninja. You played it, Corey? Yep. What's that, like 
Another recommended game. All right. Um, Eats Munchies Beta was included. Brutal Legend, um, FTL, which we're all big fans of, uh-huh. and Fez, which I think we're all big fans of also. So yeah. it's a pretty good bundle. It's a damn good bundle. Damn good bundle. The average one I checked was like you, you get FTL and Fez if you paid over the average, which at the time was like 350 when I oh. looked. It's probably more now, but... Still, if you pay like five bucks, you get all those great games. Yeah, I'd, I'd pay three fifty for trying, and then throw in Fez and right all the and, other uh, games FTL for it. with it. Right, I, just for those three games alone. Yeah, jeez, I got it. Um, the only one I on that list that I hadn't played and was interested in was um, Brutal Legend, so that's why I got it. Oh, okay. okay. That's that's like a funny game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And my last one, Sony announces the PS Vita TV, which I believe is going to be it's ninety five or a hundred dollars, and right now it's only announced for Japan release. Um, the way this article described it, it's like a, a competitor for Apple TV, but it also plays games. Uh, it's a little box, tiny box, and you can plug it in, and it can do remote play from your PS4. Um, it plays Vita games. It has a slot right in there for Vita game cards. It's um, a great idea. Also a USB, I believe. Um, yeah, and memory cards and all, all the Vita stuff. Basically, I did read a, an interesting article about it saying that it could kill the Vita, though. I don't see that happening because the Vita is so portable. It is portable. But, I mean, you can play anything you can play on that. On Yeah, I don't know. It, well, it probably won't, especially with which I think... Corey probably tweeted the video of yeah. the remote play. Yeah, it, it probably won't because that's looking pretty sweet. So I don't know. You know, you know where that will work is if you have multiple TVs in your house that you right. want to play the the PlayStation Four on. You Which, just plug that in. Yeah, exactly. This guy. <laughs> you plug that into a different TV, mm-hmm. not have to buy a whole new PS Four yeah. and play on your TV. And you can you can connect the DualShock Three and the DualShock Four into it. That's a great well, that's device. Right. That's that's brilliant right there. I, I know you can do the DualShock 3. Um, I, one of the things I was reading about it, somebody was asking if it was confirmed that you could plug the DualShock 4 into it. I'm sure. I think that, that you could. I'm not not 100% positive on that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that I read that. I'm sure you can. So, yeah. Uh, still not announced for North America, but... It'll be here eventually. Yeah, I would imagine. Okay. And that's it for my nibble bits. All right, what do you got, Corey? I got a few nibble bits. Square Enix announced a new RPG for smartphones titled Final Fantasy Ajito. It is a retelling of a game I never played, Final Fantasy Type-0, which was on the PSP. Um, it's a retelling of that universe, I guess. And the way they explained the game, it was, it was kind of weird to me, but it, was, it sort of sounded like an episodic thing where... It was like based on real time and like every two weeks was a cycle and after every cycle there was like a multiplayer component and I don't know, it was all very confusing to me. Um, but it is a free-to-play game, which is interesting for an RPG, especially a Final Fantasy RPG. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes. The next one, Deep Down, a game uh, a lot of us, I think everybody was excited on our end. For I think you were, you were probably most excited for that, Corey. Probably. It's got that high fantasy feel to I, it. I was interested to hear your thoughts on Did you look into the game at all? Yeah. Okay. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. A little bit. Um, so it's coming to PS4 and not the Xbox One. This was confirmed by Yoshinoro Ono on Twitter. A lot of people said it's a PS4 exclusive. I don't think that was ever stated outright. Uh, it might be a PS or a PC thing, and maybe Xbox down the road or something. But as mm-hmm. of right now, it's just a PS4 game. 
And to my surprise, it takes place in the year 2094 yes. in the city of New York. Really? That's what yeah. I was interested to hear what you thought about it. That's awesome. I think it's I think it's brilliant given what we've seen and like totally unexpected. It does a lot of like uh memory stuff, right? It's like yeah. a memory kind of game. Yeah, maybe I don't know. You probably read more into it than me, but I thought for that setting, uh, with with what kind of game it looks like, it sounds like it's going to be pretty cool. I think it deals with like flashbacks and and memory works and stuff like that. Um, well, maybe did it's you like watch an Assassin's Creed kind of? Thing. What is it? Like? Yeah, did you watch any gameplay? Was the a does the world bit, collapse yeah. or something? I'm not really sure to be honest with you, because um, it's like a it looks like a medieval type of game. Well, yeah, but I, he goes back in time and his memory, and I, I don't know. I, I should have read into it more, but uh, the gameplay looks pretty cool. People were saying it looks like a mix of Assassin's Creed and Dark Souls. Nice. It looked like Dark Souls to me. Yeah, that's what, what I thought. Me. Um, and I do know that all the like dungeons and stuff that you're going to explore are um, randomly generated. So, that's I don't know. Cool. Also awesome. I mean, yeah, I'm, it, the way it looks right now, it's a definite buy for me, so... Mm-hmm. And I like that title deep down. Yeah, yeah. There were still dragons in it, so you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna have that for your dragon fans. Yep. But Corey's got some gameplay of it up right now. So doesn't that remind you of Dark Souls a little bit, Corey? Yeah, it looks a lot like Dark Souls. Yeah, this. which is a good no, thing. Nothing, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Right. I'll move on though. Uh, Guild Wars Two first player versus player season will begin October fourth and run through November twenty. First, uh, ArenaNet, in preparation for this, will refund all world abilities, which, I, Dan, you have to explain to me what world abilities are, prior to the season so that players can reassign them as they see fit. Yeah, now, nowadays you get experience for stuff you do in, like, World versus World. So, yeah. uh, And you can unlock abilities for that, like uh, being able to carry more supply. Um, I can't really think of... That's the only one I was going to get. So, well, Like I, Prestiges I, in Call of Duty. Uh, I don't know. That's gibberish <laughs> to me. But yeah, you, you can I use love it, that about you, Dan. <laughs> you can use it to un- unlock more abilities, f- specifically for world, world versus world. So, um, so they're probably refunding that, so you can set up your character how you please. Gotcha. Uh, it also adds new world versus world achievements, and from what I understand, this PvP season will include multiple PvP modes, not just world versus world. Nice. Grand Theft Auto V cost Rockstar Games more money than almost every blockbuster movie ever made. I was kind of surprised to see this. The one exception being Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, which came, was estimated at about $300 million. Oh. Uh, Grand Theft Auto cost $266 million. Yeah, we actually had someone tweet that to us earlier in the week. Right, right. And I just retweeted the, uh, the, the link that he posted. Uh-huh. Um, but... One thing to take into consideration, and I don't know if the $266 million takes into consideration Rockstar's budget for marketing Grand Theft Auto V. I assume it does, because uh, that's a really high number for a video game. Yeah. But a lot of movies, when they do their budgets, they don't really include marketing. And, and a lot of times, especially with the AAA blockbuster movies, the marketing is about the same cost as the production costs. Holy so, I mean, cow. you can pretty much double all the costs of those movies, which would put it ahead of Grand Theft Auto. But still, that's... That's a staggering number for a video game. Mm. Yeah. Do you but think... I've heard I've heard that it's already made that much back. In I Warcraft. heard the same thing, Corey. Really? That's so. insane. Yeah. People, people buy into that, man. <laughs> they eat it up. I hope oh, it's every, good. I hope it's every good. Every day on Reddit, it's all Grand Theft Auto crap. Yeah. I hope it's good, too. I'm actually getting a little bit excited to play it. 
The only thing that really excited me about it was the size of the map yeah, that I keep reading. That got leaked. Yeah. Also. Yeah. That excites me, but other than that. Yeah, somebody did a comparison. I saw an uh, image comparison of the map versus what that little space they circled in the map looks like in the actual game. It's massive. I, I just hope that, you know, like we talked about before, it's not just a big map. Yeah, and it's got to be fun to play, too. Yeah, I hope that they focus a little bit more on things to do yep. that are fun and interesting as yeah. opposed uh, to just shooting Did you guys people. hear some of the features about multiplayer? I, I am interested to know more, and I don't know why I haven't looked it up. It's I think it's 16 people or 12. 16 or 12, I can't remember now. Um, but it sounds awesome. There's like... It's it's simultaneously competitive. Well, you know, you can work together at the same time. Mm-hmm. I can't really do it justice in a short little nibble. But maybe I'll do a roundtable. Um, well, I guess we're gonna talk about it next week. So I guess we'll just wait for next week. Fair oh enough. no, the the multiplayer doesn't it doesn't come out until the week after. Yeah, beginning of October. That's right. Yeah. On my last one, Sony announced its new PlayStation Vita. It is twenty percent thinner, fifteen percent lighter. The screen is an LCD screen instead of an OLED screen. The battery lasts approximately one hour longer, and uh, it's only out in Japan, two hundred U.S. dollars approximately. Approximately, um, I don't know. That from only I, that only got a Japan release. What? That's only being released in Japan. As of now, so I'm far. sure they'll it'll come stateside, but they haven't announced the date yet. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. From what I've from what I've read, the OLED screen looks a lot better than the LCD screen. I was just going to ask that because in general, OLED screens are a lot better than LCD screens. That's what I read too, Corey. And that you know that was one of the draws of the Vita was how good, nice the screen was. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'd have to see him. I don't know if it was. It's enough for me to be like, well, I don't want to downgrade to this cheapo. Yeah. Um. I don't know if they're going to stop selling the original model. I, I don't know. We'll see. I got the throwback. Yeah, you got the good one. You <laughs> got it on time. Yeah. Apparently. Maybe that's why the price cut. Maybe they are phasing out the, the older one that was more expensive to build for a, for a less expensive one. But that's... Could be. It's interesting. Okay. Anything else, Corey? That's all I have for this week. All right. Uh, I'll go last... Uh, EA has released the system specs for the PC version of Battlefield 4. The minimum specs are Windows Vista with Service Pack 2, uh, AMD Athlon X2 at 2.8 GHz, or an Intel Core 2 Duo at 2.4 GHz processors, 4 GB of RAM, uh, AMD Radeon HD3870, or GeForce 8800 GT graphics cards with at least 512 MB of memory and 30 GB hard drive space. So that's the minimum specs. The recommended are Windows 8 64-bit, AMD 6-core CPU, Intel quad-core CPU, 8 GB of RAM, AMD Radeon 7870, or GeForce GTX 660 uh, with 3 GB of graphical Mm. memory and 30 GB hard drive. So... Pretty much, uh, that's that's just about standard. I would say the recommended specs are a little higher than most other games coming out now, but the minimum specs are about about standard for for games nowadays. So I think pretty much any minimum spec is going to be the GeForce eighty eight hundred GT. I think just about any, you know games coming out now in the pa- over the past year, that's the minimum card that they'll run on. So and I don't think the recommended specs are too high either. Mm. Higher than what I got. No. <laughs> Recommended? Yeah. 
your processor, kinda... your processor, you have a quad core processor. Yeah. You have a seventy nine fifty, right? Video card. I don't remember. I think you have the two gigabyte seventy nine fifty, which is better than the seventy eight seventy Radeon. Mine was like three hundred bucks. Yeah. Last October. Yeah. Is that is that right? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. I think now they're like two forty for the seventy nine fifty. God damn it! But I yeah, hate, you, I hate computers. You're, you're at you're at the recommended specs. Oh good. See, I have a I have the GeForce GTX six fifty Ti. I don't have the GTX six sixty, but I think it's about the same as the six sixty. So I'm about at the recommended specs too. But anyway, that's that's the specs for the PC version of Battlefield Four. Obviously, it run, it's going to be running on Origin too. So don't take that with a grain of salt, I guess. <laughs> uh, next, Valve uh, announced Steam's new family sharing service where you can share uh, between 10 different devices of friends and family. Um, this is It's similar to the Xbox version of, of sharing games where your, your entire library is made available to you know your friends and family's different devices to share games. Um, borrow titles can only be used once at one at a time. So if I have a game that uh, Eric wants to borrow and play, Either I can't play it or he has to... I think it said it'll it'll let you know like if I download the game and want to play it. And uh, you, you have to either buy it or or, get the or, F out. or stop playing. So. so could I play one of your games on my computer? Yes. Oh, wow. That's how it works. That's fucking sweet. And yeah. unlock the, all the achievements. And trade yeah, yeah, and yeah. Stuff. That's cool. I read that. Yep. Um, it's a great thing you know? well then we talked about this was rumored wasn't it yeah it's been it wasn't it placed in the in the code like yeah months ago somebody picked that out or yep, something someone some nerd picked it out of the some code nerd. and it's like hey cool but yeah they they announced it today so i Sweet. think it's great oh absolutely Is, i i thought i read that you couldn't you couldn't play someone's games if they were logged into their library i don't think so i think it's just if they want to play that game that you have Oh, okay. I think. I mean, either way, it's yeah. still still pretty yeah, it's, sweet. It's still cool. Yep. Um, the, they said that the exception is games that have, uh, like, a th- uh, third-party login. So, like, if you're playing an MMORPG through Steam, like, you won't be able to share that because, gotcha. you know, they have an account right, through another, right, right. another place. So okay. uh, those titles won't be available. But pretty much it seemed like everything else was going to. That's great. So. Yeah, so another another reason to try out Steam if you hadn't. Oh if you my have god! Got a, if you haven't, what are you doing? Yeah, if you've got a friend that has Steam and you want to try it out, I mean, borrow all their games when it comes out. Yeah. So, uh, and then my last one, Diablo three has a demo available for consoles. So if you were wondering about Diablo three on consoles, you can give it a try. I downloaded. I haven't Did played you? it yet. Okay. So. Yeah, I thought that I was good. I, I should get my roommate on here to talk about Diablo for consoles. Yeah, Will's Will's played it a little bit, I guess. Oh, that's right. He talked about it already. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I was hoping he played it some more this week. Okay. So that's uh, Nibble Bits. Uh, Corey, how was your week? It's kind of sad that the only thing I'm excited to talk about uh, is that we had a party this weekend. And as part of that party, there was a deep fryer purchased. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, we, uh, we deep fried a lot of stuff. It was awesome. Such as anything. Long story short, anything in particular that was different. The the best thing was the thing that we started with, and that was cheese curds that oh, we breaded. Oh, nice! Oh I yeah, bet, probably delicious. Oh, so good. And then there was a dip for those as well. Mm. And then after the cheese curds, we went on. First of all, we couldn't deep fry any meat, 
Uh, too many vegans, vegetarians. Pussies. Uh, <laughs> um, so we went from the cheese curds to pickles, which were also pretty pretty good. Yeah. Uh, not to mention everybody was pretty drunk by the time we started doing this, so I, maybe anything well, would have tasted good. Fried pickles is a great drunk food. Yeah, fried pickles is really good. And then we did fried bananas. Uh, deep fried marshmallows. How are the bananas? Good, good. It's like a banana. You ever had banana fritters? No. That's kind of what it is. It's hmm. just, it's it's a sweet treat. I don't know. It's good. Sounds uh, And there was a couple things I missed out on. I think they did like asparagus and something. The one thing we didn't get to that I wished we had was pizza rolls. Ooh. I there was there was a heart attack on a plate. Defat fried. Big, big bag of Totino's pizza rolls in the freezer. And I didn't want to be the one to be like, hey, let's do these now. Why? Um, Why didn't you want to be that guy? It was my roommate's thing, and he was kind of managing oh, the, whole, gotcha. the whole process. Uh, one, of, wanna... one of my favorite deep-fried bar foods is uh, mushrooms. Deep-fried mushrooms are really good. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so we did that. We uh, I don't know. I was thinking about it afterwards. What, we took the oil when we had to change the oil. We just took it out and dumped it in the street. Yeah. And I was like, this should be fine. Like, oil's all natural, right? But then I thought about it. Don't restaurants have to keep all their their oil and dispose of it properly? Yeah, but that's a lot of oil. I know that uh, my place of employment, we're getting a new oil system put in that just kind of, like, recycles itself. And, like, refilters. I don't yeah. know. A lot of places will sell it, too, to uh, pe- people use it for their cars. Well, I I know someone actually who who uh, modified their their diesel Mercedes Benz to run on 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 that stuff. That, really? Yeah. That they would go to like seafood restaurants and stuff and and take their oil because I guess if it does seafood, it's a lot cleaner than I was like just thinking. than meat and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that so they take that and they filter it and make gas out of it. That's cool. Yeah. Genius. Yep. I suggested never changing the oil because I've heard some restaurants never change their oil. Well, it gets better with it with more stuff it's, fried into it. It's like a cast iron skillet. Yeah, you know, it gets that layer you, of meat. You, yeah, you cook a lot of bacon in it, and it yeah. just tastes better and better. Although I don't eat meat anymore, I do appreciate the taste of uh, right. how good it can be. Yes. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Uh, nope. Okay. What about you, Eric? What do you got for us? Um. Well, the first thing I'll talk about is uh, the Bills-Patriots game that I attended this weekend. Um, actually, it was one of the most fun times that I've had at a Bills game. Uh, it was me, my buddy Justin, who's been in here for the competitive gaming episode, um, and his friend, um, his childhood friend, Nick. So we were down there, or up up there, whatever you want to say. Western New York. Oh, over the there. Yeah, home opener for the Bills is always a blast, and when they're playing the Patriots, it's even more of a blast. The weather was nice, too. The weather, I got sunburn. You can probably see it in, but um, I got sunburn. It was supposed to be, like, 65 and cloudy, so I wore jeans, you know, broad jacket, whatever, and I I shed the jacket pretty quickly, and I was sweating my balls off the entire time, but, yeah, I got sunburned, and it couldn't have been a nicer day out. Uh, Got a good buzz going. Uh, first time I've ever actually bought a beer at the stadium. Really? Because I, you know, I just it's expensive. Uh, it's nine dollars for a fucking beer. Yeah, and it's Coors Light. Oh, I I could have gone like walked I, around for a different one, but like I was already kind of drunk. Yeah. I just wanted another yeah, beer. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Line was short. I was like, I give me two beers. You know? <laughs> but I almost wouldn't pay nine dollars for a twelve pack of Coors Light. No, 
that's what I'm saying. I was like, God, this is awful. But wanted to keep that buzz going. Yeah, you know I what understand. I mean. Yeah. So uh, we were actually we were in the tenth row, which was awesome. Steve Tasker was right in front of us, waving the flag around at the beginning of the game, and. Uh, this is the closest I've ever sat in all the games I've been to, so that was really cool. Uh, as far as the game went, um, our new quarterback looked good. Looked very he good. did look really good. C.J. Spiller was was rather disappointing. He had a really bad fumble that cost us a touchdown. Uh-huh. Um, and in typical Bills fashion, I mean, just par for the course. They were winning, and five. I think there was like five minutes left in the game. You don't give Tom Brady the ball back. No, you got to keep it With away from him. 30 seconds, let alone five minutes left on the clock. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Steve Johnson, bless his heart. I love Steve Johnson. He's one of my favorite players. But sometimes that guy frustrates you to no end. Yeah. He talks shit in the media about how nobody on the Patriots can cover him. And then on like a third and two, Manuel hits him right in the hands. Not even a guy within four steps of him, and he fucking drops it. Yeah. Would have got on a first down, kept the clock going. Yeah. Well, that's another thing is the, the the clock management was shaky at best towards the end, okay. which is not the quarterback's fault. That's the coach because they run a no huddle now. Right. And right. I realize you run a no huddle, but when the when the game's down like that, you take your time to call it, plays. And as as decent as Manuel was, they weren't exactly a juggernaut on offense. They had two touchdowns, and other than that, it was punt fest. Right. Uh, our punter was great, by the way, and. They just kept around on no huddle. They weren't wasting. I think they wasted like thirty seconds off the clock or something like that. I remember because I watched that game and I yeah. remember watching the drive. I'm like, they're going way too fast. Yeah, and I understand a no huddle offense and whatnot, but cheapers. Yeah, you got Tom Brady waiting for it. You right. know what I mean? Right. So in typical fashion, the Bills lost with five seconds left on a field goal. Uh, at this point, I mean, I was I was pissed off, but I wasn't surprised. I knew as soon as they gave the ball back to Brady that game, I looked at the guy next to me and said, well, this one's done. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. But that being said, I had a fucking blast. Good. I lost my voice by halftime. It was the loudest I've ever heard the stadium. Yeah. Um, really good people sitting around us. Really fun, fun group of people. Nice. But disappointing yeah but i mean you know show promise fred jackson looked good he's still churning away at his age that's, that's good, good stuff yeah i'm um, going again in october for the Bengals game looking forward to that got the panthers this weekend at home again uh-huh. i i'd like to see a win out of that game yeah they're not yeah. that good um okay. what else did i do one of my friends from high school uh the dan and i graduated with kurt he got married up in ithaca so i went to his wedding that was good times hadn't hadn't hung out with uh him and his brothers I used to be in a band with in quite a while, so that was really fun. Um, I wish I could have drank more, but I had to drive, so. Yeah. Uh, nothing really else to report from that. And that's it. And I'll talk about the video games I played later. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, my week. Um, well, I had a birthday yesterday. Yes. Uh, I turned 30. Hey. How do you feel, Dan? No different. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Isn't it funny how people are like, oh, I hated turning whatever age? Yeah, I don't really care. Whatever. It's fine. I actually had a more productive birthday than I probably ever had. Yeah. Uh, I got a bunch of house house husband, stay-at-home dad stuff done. I ran a couple loads in the dishwasher, a couple loads of laundry. I put on my new exhaust system on my car when my son took a nap. So That's not house husbandry. No, that's, that's man work. That's, that's mechanicking, yeah. ficking, as, as we like to call it at work. So. Yeah, that was actually a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. It was took it? it took me like an hour, hour and a half. Nice. Um, so yeah, that that's all fixed now. 
Uh, oh, my wife's birthday was last week, and I didn't wish her a happy birthday. So happy birthday to my wife. Her birthday's on the 5th. So there's that. I ha- also had a wedding to go to this weekend. It was uh, my, my wife's uncle's wedding, which was fun. Uh, I drank probably... 12 13 14 beers but i was in one of those kind of tired states where i could barely even get a buzz going you know have you ever had that happen yes um i no matter how much i drank i just i could barely get a buzz going was did you eat a lot Eh, not really that's what i run into if i eat too much uh it doesn't matter how much i drink unless i'm doing shots of liquor right yeah i was only drinking beer so And then I run into I'm too full anyway, so right. I can't drink anymore. Yeah. I, I'll get sick if I do just because I'm full. You'll, you'll spit up like a baby. feel like a glutton. Right. Spit There's up like a baby. There's always room for a pickleback. Pickleback? Uh, Jack Daniels and uh, pickle juice. Oh. Yeah. I remember doing that someplace. Did we do that, Corey? Yeah, we did it at the 4th of July. Yeah, That's I right. hated it. I love it. I thought it was fine. I don't like Jack Daniels or pickle juice. Oh, okay. Well, you can do it with any kind of whiskey. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, it was it was a fun wedding. It was it was small, which was nice. Um, yeah, same I, same with I, mine. And I drank a lot, so it was it was fun. Uh, but that's it, really. Yeah. Cool. I'll have my my birthday birthday parties this weekend, so looking forward. We'll be, to we'll that. be talking about that. We'll be talking about that next. We're week, gonna live so. stream the whole thing. I don't know if you want to do from that. my GoPro. <laughs> you have a GoPro? <laughs> no, but that'd be awesome. That would What's be awesome. A GoPro? Wait, you do that? A, I'll do that. It's a the dog's barking and it's annoying me um it's a like a camera it's a camera you like extreme sports guys attached yeah it's it's durable gotcha skydivers yeah yeah okay well we're gonna take a quick break and be back with our main segment uh fall games preview part two right after this Welcome back, everybody, to episode 112 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. As I said earlier, we are doing our Fall Games Preview Part 2 for 2013. Uh, last episode, fall, our Fall Games Preview Part 1, we left off with the release of the PS4 on November 15th. So we'll be continuing from there, uh, starting with November 19th with Need for Speed Rivals for PC, PS3, Xbox 360. We already talked about that, so we don't need to really talk about that again. Also on November 19th, uh, Watch Dogs for the PC, Wii U, Xbox 360, and PS3. Um, the PS4 version is coming out on the actual release on the actual PS4 release date. So this is the uh, other platforms that it's coming out for on the 19th. So Eric, I know you have more on Watch Dogs. I take it away. Do um, basically it's set in Chicago, um, but added to the city of Chicago is a network system that mm-hmm. the whole city is connected through, and you're the main character, Aiden who's basically, he's like a vigilante. Aiden Pierce. Aiden Pierce. And uh, I read today, I didn't know this, but he has like a 24-7 secret uh, security camera system that watches his family at all times Uh because he's worried about things happening to them. Oh, really? Yeah, that's part of the story. And um, so, yeah, I I guess basically his his vigilanteism is to protect his family. I don't know from what. But that's pretty cool. That is cool. Um, I didn't know that either. Yeah, so the whole city is connected through uh, traffic lights, ev- everything electronical that you can imagine. And he is a hacker uh-huh. to the highest degree and can hack into anything in the city and use it to his advantage. To w- With his cell phone. With his cell phone, yeah. Um, 
and some some of the cool stuff that that I've seen from it that looks really cool is just to hack into. If somebody's walking by, does he hack into like a cell phone on them? Or I think so, and 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 through that cell phone, he can tell like their age and income He's and, and with their the job. NSA of the government. Yes, exactly. Almost. I was yeah. just gonna make that <laughs> yeah. joke. So yeah, he can like hack into their cell phone or whatever their PDA, whatever they've got on them, and see like their job, some some background on them, if they're like a felon, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and and that's how he kind of goes about his vigilante business. Um. This is one of the games I'm most excited for for PS4. Uh, yep. Looks sweet. Yeah. I had somebody tell me they didn't think it looked very good, and I was like, "What?" Surprising, but uh, it, I it guess. is. It's surprising. Uh, but yeah, it's a big, big open world. There's going to be cars and driving. It seems like a more high tech, darker story Grand Theft Auto kind yeah. of game. Yeah, I could see that. Um, the fighting looks pretty brutal too, which I guess yeah. they wanted to go for. It looks. It looks violent really violent yeah. he, he he's very violent in the way that he handles his business uh-huh. so yes okay yeah watchdogs is all is one we're all uh very much looking forward to so do we say who makes that one ubisoft yes so okay uh also on the 19th x rebirth which i think i talked about last week briefly yeah okay yeah, did. uh that's for pc on the 19th i don't know why maybe it changed from the 15th to the 19th not sure why I have it listed on the nineteenth too, but hey, what doesn't matter? Might be um, different release for different device. I think that's a PlayStation game as well, right? No, I think it's just PC. Oh, okay. It's like a you know, it's a PC strategy space trading sim type of game. So, uh, November twenty second. November twenty second is the release of the Xbox One. So all the titles that are coming out for it, uh, the ones we've already covered: uh, Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, uh, FIFA fourteen. Just or you wanted? Did you want to talk about FIFA? Or was that one um, of your games? I, I played the demo, so I'll talk about that okay. a little bit later on stuff from the demo that I picked out. Okay. Uh, Just Dance twenty fourteen, uh, Madden twenty five, NBA two K fourteen, NBA Live fourteen. Uh, Need for Speed Rivals and Watch Dogs are all coming out for the Xbox One, along with uh, Battlefield 4, Eric, which I know you wanted to talk about. Um, honestly, I don't have too much about Battlefield 4. It, to me, it looks like a lot more of the same, Yeah, which isn't a bad idea for them. Right. The, the thing that I think I'm most excited for for Battlefield 4 is that you're going to have the same amount of players that you could on PC. Yes. Uh, the 60-some per 64 person. A massive amount. Yeah. Which... Will help a lot because Battlefield Three, as good as it was on on current gen, uh, I found myself a lot of times running forever with nothing to shoot at. The maps maps were too big for the consoles. For a shooter, that's not a good thing. Right. Um, there are th- one of the good things about Battlefield is there's other ways you can earn points, mm-hmm. but this I think is going to be a, a huge thing for it. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the the other cool stuff that I saw was just the way that you can bring whole buildings down. Destructible environments. Well, they've always had destructible environments, but it looks a lot more realistic. It's not just like uh, little pieces being picked apart on the building at at a time. Like you actually see a building collapse to the go to the ground. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, or the the road collapses. A tank's going over. That was one of the cooler videos I saw. Uh, The road just kind of collapses. And a tank drops down, and, like, there's guys standing there. You just be like, holy shit, there's yeah. a tank now, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but, yeah, it, it looks like more of the same. I know they, they added some new um, commander mode is one of the multiplayer modes that I'm excited for. If you mm-hmm. can get five players together, you get the four 
in your group, and then the fifth person plays on uh, smart glass or you know whatever the case may be. The what's the word? Vita. Vita. Yeah, something Just a, like that. A peripheral. Right, and they can like call in bomb strikes and help with the battle that way. That that part looks really really cool. Um, so that's probably the, the two things I'm most excited for. Oh, I know the, smart glass or the whatever the PlayStation tablet smartphone app connect the thing peripheral is. peripheral is that the word peripheral yeah. peripheral app yeah okay so those are the two things i'm most excited for is commander mode and the the player increase in uh uh-huh. next gen okay uh battlefield call of duty ghosts is also coming out in the 22nd ghosty poos uh what else FIFA. Uh, Dead Rising 3. Um, do you want to do Call of Duty a little bit? Yeah, yeah, we can talk okay. about Call of Duty. Um, Say, Jesus. I, <laughs> I just was going to gloss over it. And who could who <laughs> could blame you, really, Dan? I guess so. But uh, I think I'm the only one getting Call of Duty when it comes out, and I'm only doing that for podcast purposes. Will's not getting it, is he? <laughs> Will, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. I'm not getting it. Fuck you. You're going to get it. Shut <laughs> up. I'm not getting it. <laughs> um, I think... I don't know. The multiplayer stale. I don't personally have any way for them to do anything to fix that at this point. But one of the things they are doing is a lot more customization with your soldier, mm-hmm. um, the way they look, you know, stuff like that. There's just different different ways you can you can customize your soldier. I, I personally have never really been into that kind of customization, other than giving them like a mustache. Right. That's just because it's that's awesome. A, a must yeah. for any game you're playing. Absolutely. Um, the perk system is changing to um, you're going to get uh, eight points, and you can allocate them to whatever you want. Uh, Last of Us multiplayer kind of did that. You had a certain amount of points, and depending on you know if you picked a skill that was a lot more useful, that might cost you three points. As you pick like one that's not maybe not quite as useful, that would only cost you one, okay. which leaves you more points to use different skills. Right. Um, so I, I do like that. Yeah, I liked that about idea. Last of Us, and I think it'll be cool for this for the for the perks. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess there's 20 new kill streaks. I hate the kill streaks. Not looking forward to that. No, yeah. they ruined. I'm them. not looking forward to Call of Duty. Like I said, I'm only getting it because of the podcast. But and because there's a dog in it. There's I do love dogs, yeah. and we did say if the dog dies, I'll be devastated. Yeah, it will. Well, I should say the campaign will probably be awesome. Right. Because they usually they're are. usually good, yeah. They are. But How cool me, to be if the dog was the lone survivor. That's fine. That'd be great. That that'd be a perfect ending for yeah. me. Yeah. For Call of Duty game. Although I do get sad when the when the dog's master dies too, because the, yeah. you know, the you know the dog's sad about it. The man's best friend. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. There was that game. screenshot that came out today of the dog taking down the helicopter. Yeah. I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Yeah, I saw that too. It's cool. Okay. Um. I guess you're going to be putting squads also now, which is something that's been done in Battlefield, and I, I like a lot. Right. Um, I don't know exactly what they're going to do with that, but in, like in Battlefield, you can spawn on your squad, which makes it helpful because you're not just going in there by yourself, um, getting picked off immediately. You got yeah. other people with you to help, so I, you know, I guess that that would be something good for them to do. Yeah. Um. So Call of Duty's uh, mimicking Battlefield. Kinda. It sounds like they're mim- mimicking a couple of different multiplayer. Stuff like I said, the the perk system is like what I played in, in Last of Us. I don't know right. if other ones do that too, but that's it's a good idea. Yeah. I like that a lot better. Um, I don't know Call of Duty. I'm let's be honest, it'll be more of the same. It's tired. Yeah. It's tired. Very. Stick a fork in. I it. did see a cool graph on uh, Reddit comparing 
Yes, I saw the, that too. The pre-orders yeah. to the last well, Black Ops Black 2. Black Ops 2. Pre-orders of Black Ops 2 to Call of Duty Ghosts, and it's pretty far behind. Good. At this point, wasn't it? It was very far behind. Yeah. Didn't um, we attribute a little bit of that to people not knowing yeah, what it, console they're going to have? Yeah, I think I think that's probably... That has something to do with it, but yeah. it was like... Uh, the 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 difference was was huge, and I I think that's probably some of it, but not all of it. I do think yeah. maybe people are starting to be like, okay, I've did you kind of had it with the this. Battlefield one? No, because somebody asked. They're like, well, do you have the comparison for Battlefield three and four? Battlefield three and four were damn near even. Oh really? Um, three was a little bit higher, yeah. but not by much. I don't know. I just think it's more interesting with tanks and, and vehicles oh, and stuff. vehicles, yeah. That's the other thing, Battlefield. There's going to be more vehicles in it, obviously. I don't feel like that's anything we need to talk about. But, yeah, yeah. The, I, I don't want to get on a tirade about how much more Battlefield brings to the table, but it really does. Like, right. There's other ways. Like, I used to love being a medic in Battlefield 3, like dropping the med kit, and you're getting points constantly because mm-hmm. people go to it because they need it. Yeah, that's, what I, like, so that's what I like about Planet Side too. Yeah, 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 and and uh, ammo refills, just stuff like that. You get right in the fray, drop your your med kit or your ammo box, and you're just building points for. It, you know, what I mean? yeah. you don't have to be the five Best to killer. one kill death yeah. ratio guy. Yeah. Or you could be really good with tanks, which is what I got most of my kills with. Yeah. I ended up getting really, really good at driving the tanks and and you know maneuvering those around. Yeah. And that's what Battlefield brings to the table yeah. a little, little bit more. You know yeah. what I mean? Than just running to wet your and stuff. Uh, you know, Call of Duty, more okay. of the same, probably. Yep. Couple you, improvements, you, though. Right. You, you duty, bro? <laughs> I wish I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on, Dead Rising 3. Uh, this is an Xbox exclusive, at least as of right now. I don't think it's going to change. Uh, developed by Capcom. Eric, take it away with Dead Rising 3. Uh, Dead Rising 3, uh, going to be a much bigger world. Uh, one of the other things that we've talked about, at least from what we've seen in the uh, the footage that they've shown so far, is it looks like it's a little more serious, a little darker, yep. which we all agreed we liked. Yep. Um, but to the contrary, one of my good friends, who's a big Dead Rising fan, didn't like that. So I don't know if that's good. one I, of those things. I think if he once he plays it, he'll yeah. come around to it. Yeah. Um, there's going to be four main sections of the map. Ingleton, Sunset Hills, Central City, and South Elmuda. Elmuda? I don't know. Um yeah, but that's just the the map's supposed to be massive. Story, I I didn't really get too much in the story because I don't really feel like it matters too much. It's zombie survival, you know yeah. what I mean? I, I like that there's a there's a variety of environments because I played the first yeah. Dead Rising and it was only in a mall, right? And you know there was different environments, but it was still all in a mall. You know the, this the, with this one, it's there's, there's the four of, the four main sections. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I'll I'll great. read brief descriptions of each of them. Uh, let me see. I got Ingleton. Um, the area thrived in the early part of the 20th century before falling into poverty and disrepair, and many examples of historic Americana architecture are here. Oh, that's cool. Um, Sunset Hills, high-end residential area noted for winding roads, large mansions, elevated landscaping, and modern sense of design. I'm getting all this right from the Xbox Dead Rising website, in uh-huh. case anybody's wondering. It's actually pretty cool. Um, this one. This is the Xbox o- only, right? Yes, yeah. this, is, uh, this is actually the one that I... I'm jealous they're getting... Well, aside from Titanfall, but right. you can play it on 360, but yeah. Dead Rising 3 I really want to play. Um, Central City is a shopping in downtown area of Los Perdidos, which is what the whole section is called. Uh, broad urban avenues feature high-end retail shopping, luxury hotels, sleek museums, modern glass, chrome architecture. And South Elmuda, 
home to the busy docks, warehouses, train yards, heavy industry, shipping offices, and liquor stores at the heart of Los Perdidos' busy shop shipping industry. So that sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. The, the The setting looks really cool from what we've seen. Yeah. Um, as far as the zombies go, we've all talked before about, uh, at least Dan and I are in agreement that we like the slower, dumb zombies yep. and mass quantity Massive as opposed amounts. to not so many zombies that are faster and more powerful. Yeah. And I think uh, Dead Rising 3 looks like it's going to appease us there. Yeah. So that's nice. Very sure does. I'm watching the uh, reveal trailer. It looks very, good, right? Very jealous. Yeah, it looks looks pretty cool. Um, and I wanted to address, you know, the fact that longtime fans probably aren't too happy about it, but that's just sort of the nature of the beast. Yeah. I mean, who knew about Elder Scrolls until Morrowind? Right? Yeah, sure. I don't know how much that changed from its original vision, but... I mean, th- you got to appreciate the evolution of the game, though. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, we just talked about Call of Duty never changing, and it's like... But it, people are still <laughs> buying it. But I don't. People are gonna be mad either way. So. Yeah, they they are. But I don't know. I I think it still it still seems like it will have a little bit of a sense of humor. It's just not as silly as Dead Rising. I only played Dead Rising one, so it doesn't seem as silly as Dead Rising one. It'll still you know have its funny parts and its dark humor parts, but it's not gonna be as silly as as Dead Rising one. So I think um, you could probably attribute a little bit of that to Walking, Walking Dead, Dead popularity. I'm sure, yeah. Um, weapons. This is another cool thing that that looks really interesting. Is the ability to customize all the weapons, and it looks like you can put some pretty crazy stuff together. Uh, one of the coolest ones I saw was attaching like a. I, what's the, I don't know the exact tool because I'm not into tools, but it's some kind of saw. Chainsaw. You, it's not a chainsaw. It's the circular, circular saw. Circular saw. Okay. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, Good circular job, saw. <laughs> and you attach, they attach it to a big sledgehammer. And so, you know, you got the saw on one end and the sledgehammer on the other uh-huh. end. But, and I think you can throw them. Yeah, you can you can make your own weapons, and then you can throw any weapon that you have, too. And stick, so. stick the saw right into the chest of a zombie. Yep. There's some cool videos. Um, there's also going to be vehicles. Um, that you can drive around in. You can use them as weapons, but the zombies can also attack you while you're driving. They yeah. can cling onto the car and attack you while they're while you're in there, which will probably be pretty pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty, yeah, pretty scary. Yeah, especially if you're going through a big thing of them, mowing them down, and yeah. they're just but, latching onto your vehicle. At the same time, like if you if you hit too many of them with the car, maybe that's not as powerful. You get into the situation where you just get slowed down and stopped. Yeah, you know. Um. I don't see anything on here about this, but I do want to talk about the... Oh, here it is, right here. Um, with Smart Glass, your Smart Glass device, you're going to be able to... There's exclusive missions, weapons, and stuff like that, but one of the coolest things I found in this game was where you could call in like airstrikes on certain parts of the maps, which mm-hmm. seems, seems like all the games are doing that, but yeah. it looks really cool in this game. You should definitely check out the videos for it. Um, being able to just wipe out a big old mass of zombies. Yeah, if you're, if you're trapped. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, that game, to me, that is one of the ones that I would really be looking forward to if I was getting an Xbox One. I'm with you. I'm with you 100% on that. So I was very jealous about that. Yeah, that, that's the one I'm pretty jealous about. But I, one of our listeners um, said not, not to be too jealous because we're going to get Dying Light on PS4. Okay. Yeah, that's, mm. that's true. Which is next year. Have you seen anything for that? No, yeah, that I've just heard awesome. about we it. We won't get too much into it, but it looks like Mirror's Edge Zombie Survival. <coughs> Sounds awesome. So check into isn't that, that. Isn't that the one I talked about before? It's the the Western uh, JRPG-inspired. 
Maybe. I don't know. Is that dying, dying Light? There's a few of them that I always get them confused. Yeah, there's a few, and I may be even talking about the wrong one, but I'm pretty sure he said Dying Light. There's that. There's, like, there's Dead Light. There's... Yeah. Oh, I think I'm thinking of Dead Light. I get them confused. There's yeah, a di- lot of them. Dying Light looks a lot like Mirror's Edge, the way you run around. Okay. And uh, it's zombie survival. It looks really cool, though. Okay. But, uh, yeah, Dead Rising from Capcom. Yep, uh, November 22nd as the same release day as the Xbox One. Mm. Uh, also, November 22nd, Rise. Eric, take us away with Rise. Mm. Another one I'm a little jealous of, not quite as jealous as I am for Dead Rising, but uh, you're going to play Marius Titus. This is also right from the, the Crytek website. I, I told the guys before, I like to go right to the website yeah. and see what they're kind of pimping for the game, just yeah. to see what they're featuring. Yeah. Um, so, yes, you're going to play Marius Titus, uh, a Roman warrior, I guess, for... What's his rank? I want to know because I'm a history nerd. Does it say? He's a soldier. Lieutenant. Just a soldier? Is it lieutenant? No. It says soldier. Okay. Um, let me just read the, the brief description here. Embark on a journey of revenge, betrayal, and divine intervention. Rise, son of Rome, tells the story of Marius Titus, a young Roman soldier who witnesses the murder of his family at the hands of barbarian bandits, uh-huh. then travels with the Roman army to Britannia to seek revenge. Oh. Quickly rising through the ranks, Marius must become a leader of men and defender of the empire in his quest to exact vengeance, a destiny he soon discovers can only be fulfilled much closer to home. Um... First thing about this game that struck me when I saw the the first video for it was it looks great. Amazing, yeah. The graphics are fantastic. I think they picked a good video to show off with yeah. the the water, and it reminded me. I think we talked about this when we first saw this, yeah. but it reminded me of um, D Day, D- the D Day mission in Medal of Honor. Allied, yeah, Allied Assault. Allied Assault. It reminded me of that, but in a Roman setting, yeah. which is awesome. Um, yeah, so it that looked, looked great it for for the most part, uh, other than the button button prompts, the QTEs. And you know, I wish I had looked a little bit more into that because I think they've kind of refuted that all the combat is button prompts. Yeah. I don't think it is. Totally. I don't think it is either. I, maybe execution moves are button I, prompts. Yes, I think it is just the execution moves, which, by the way, is something that looks really cool yeah. because they're brutal. Yeah, uh, cutting limbs off yep. it looks just really realistic and and violent, which for us is great. Yeah. Government, not so much. Right. But who cares what they think? <laughs> right. Um, It'll be banned in Australia. Yeah, the, the next thing that they, they feature on the website is just talking about how great the setting looks, which we can confirm based yeah. on what we've seen. Yep. Uh, and then the brutality they talk about, which we just talked about. Um, oh, I did want to talk about how they're going to integrate Connect. Um, they did make sure to, to put the word optional in here now. Um I'll just read that. Command and fight with Connect for Xbox One. Optional voice commands allow players to direct attacks and encourage their troops, while motivational cries can turn the tide of a mass battle by rallying troops or focusing attacks. Uh-huh. And I'm in. Physical gestures can be used in co- combination um, with button presses to launch ranged weapons or to block with your shield. See, when I had first heard about this game, I had heard that you ha- it was a Kinect game right. and that you would have to you know, have your shield in one arm and your sword in the other and block and oh, parry God. and swing, which I think would be fine for small doses, but not I'm, for la- the entire thing. I- I'm lazy and out of shape. I would get very tired. <laughs> so, well, what do you- <laughs> We talked a little bit about this when Mass Effect 3 came out because yeah. it had the Kinect the- controls where you could tell your, your squad to move around and yeah. stuff. Uh, how do you feel about yelling at your TV and 
urging I, your troops on. I usually play video games really late at night, yeah. so that wouldn't work for me. But you know, if you if you're in the type of situation where you know, because my house is sleeping usually when yeah. I play video games, I'd feel like such a gomer. Well. I mean, I think your girlfriend wouldn't approve. Oh no, of you yelling at the TV. I wouldn't for, do that in front of her because she she would she would kick pick me on out you. Of the house. Yes. Or if you woke her up, well, well, no, that'd be a terrible. I wouldn't even bother. Yeah, <laughs> like damn, I, I wouldn't even bother playing it late at night if you had to do that. But yeah, if I was home alone, I might think that was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's it's fun. It's just not practical for yeah. for, for our age group. I it, guess no, it isn't. Um. The other thing is I think it's just kind of, it's one of those gimmicky things that yeah. it would be fun for 30 45 minutes and then I'd be like, well, I don't want to be yelling anymore. You yeah, know if you're I mean? if you're playing a 10 12 14 hour game, right. you, you don't want to do that the whole time. Corey, I heard you say you were in. Were you being sarcastic? I think it's awesome. Really? Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun yelling at the TV in the heat of battle. All right. Hell yeah. What do you think you'd get a little little tired of it? Yeah, but I i mean, I don't think they'd expect you to do it the whole nonstop time. for 12 hours. Yeah, you just know, I'm just sure a little something extra. Pick and choose here and there at the, the, the heated moments in the game. I think it could be a lot of fun. And, my, like, my dream is just to have a huge screen TV with, like, 7.1 surround sound. Mm-hmm. Everything going. Just so intense. You know, great picture. Illuma room. Illuma room going. <laughs> and, and then I have to yell while I'm... Commanding a Roman battalion. Spartans that, attack. That is yeah. fabulous. Yeah, you're Wouldn't right. That be awesome? You did yeah. paint a nice mental image there. You did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Corey played a video of Rise earlier with a, a big assault. I don't. It might have been the same one that they showed at uh, E3. I don't know. I but, think it was because I'm playing it again right now. Okay. Yeah. It, and there was a really cool part where they're they're in formation and they're all. Holding their shields above them and yeah, a big the arrow attack comes in. Yeah. It looks fucking cool. It yeah. really does. This is one that uh, this and Dead Rising would be day one purchases for me. That's a time period that's not really explored enough in video games. It's either. not. Uh, it's there's a PC. There's, a little bit. Yeah, there's the Total War Rome series and maybe a handful of other games. But that's a really really interesting time period that they could mm-hmm. really put more games in and have it be really interesting. God. Absolutely. So I am going to get an Xbox One down the road, and this is yeah. one that uh, I hope is good because I'd like to play it. Yeah. Um, they're also tying in Smart Glass with this. Not quite as much. Um, you're just going to be able to manage your character, inventory, stuff like that. Yeah, so. nothing too special. Not not that I've seen, no. Okay. All right, so that was Rise, Son of Rome for the X-Bone. Uh, also coming out November 22nd. Uh, Fighter Within, which I didn't, I, I there wasn't much on this game, but it's a, it's a motion-controlled fighter from Ubisoft, so. Yeah, I kind of, I, I, I looked it up, looked a little it up bit. and was unimpressed immediately, so I stopped looking at it. Okay. <laughs> I, didn't they put out, like, a UFC trainer game for... For the connect, yeah, probably. I think it kind of seemed like something like that. Okay, I, I don't know, but that's the gist I got. I could be completely wrong, but I was totally uninterested. Yeah, once again, it's a game that I, I would play for five minutes and be tired and give up on. Yeah, um, it, maybe if you're really in shape and like really like working out, uh, you might you might, you might like a if game you like, like to lift, this, bro. Or, right? Exactly. Definitely a connect game. Yep. Uh, moving on. Also coming out November twenty second. Forza five. Um, I didn't write down the developer and publisher for this, but uh, Eric, what do you mm, got for us? I don't for- have too much on Forza Five, Forza really, 5. Dan. Uh, it's a racing game, so yeah. I mean, how much more can you really innovate at yeah. this point? The the main interesting thing about 
Forza Five is the the way they use the cloud. Did you did you want to talk about that? I um, don't remember that. They they use the cloud to build a driving profile for your for you, yes, um, and they they, right. they take your tendencies when you're racing and kind of create a, a profile per se. And and when when you're connected to the internet, uh, you're quote-unquote character or whatever or profile right. uh races against other people um so so when you're racing you're racing against other people's profiles and not against the, the yeah necessarily the, yeah. not 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 necessarily right uh uh, uh computer controlled ai the way they put it is never race alone right basically you're playing multiplayer while not actually playing multiplayer mm-hmm. uh yes i think we all were in agreement that that was a really cool use of idea. the cloud yeah um, the other thing, obviously, we don't really even need to say this about next-gen games, but the, graphically, it looks beautiful. fantastic. Yeah, beautiful. And, and that's the thing about racing games like, like Forza or like uh, Gran Turismo. If you're into cars, like the detail that they're putting into the cars, Drive Club also, I remember, yeah. they, they specifically said with that game, they had been waiting eight or ten years for a console right graphics. that was powerful yeah. enough to, to do what they wanted to do with graphically. Yeah. So all the racing games that are coming out look amazing as far as the cars look. Um, yeah, other than what Dan was just talking about with the cloud, which, to be fair, is, is awesome. Yeah. Um, there's not a ton to really really talk about, I don't feel like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's Forza 5, also on X-Bone release date. Uh, Peggle 2. Peggle 2. Peggle 2. I didn't write anything about it. It's Peggle. You know what you're getting into. <laughs> That's All right. All right, Gimli. That's enough. Uh, also on November 22nd, Crimson Dragon. Uh, Crimson Dragon developed by Grounding Inc. and Land Ho. It's an Xbox Live Arcade game uh, published by Microsoft Studios. It's uh, basically a rail shooter uh, featuring dragon combat in the spirit of the Panzer Dragoon series of games. Uh, it has some connect functionality and also features uh, six types of dragons, 100 100 plus different skills and co-op for up to three people. This was the game. If you watch the, the Microsoft press conference at E3, that's the one that the audio screwed up on. Um, I don't think there was any audio for Crimson Dragon. So people were like booing it loudly during the thing. Cause there was no audio for it. Which I felt bad. Yeah, Plus, that... it was a cool thing to do at the time. <laughs> well, right, yeah. Xbox Xbox was getting booed quite. They a bit weren't at the exactly time. in favor. They weren't popular. Plus, at all. it's uh, better with Connect, so that's another boo. Right. <laughs> I don't even know if we knew that at that point. That it's better I, with I Connect. Yeah, I don't recall. <laughs> Everything's better with Connect, and we knew. Especially when it's spying on you when you're on your <laughs> underpants playing video games. Okay. Uh, also, November twenty second, Power Sh- Power Star Golf. Uh, developed by Zoe, Zoe Mode, uh, published by Microsoft Game Studios. It's essentially Xbox's version of Hot Shots Golf. Mm. It's a you know stylized graphically golf Which game. Was fun. Yeah, back in the day. Uh, this game looks great too. Does it? Uh, yeah, the the they were cartoony type graphics, but very 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 detailed. Oh, cool. So it looked it looked really good. Golf games are underrated. Yep. in my opinion, they I are agree. a fucking blast, especially if you can get people together to play with. Yeah, I've been meaning uh, to. Uh, yeah. I was meaning to get the last couple Tiger Woods, but because yeah. of all their weird course unlocking stuff, I just totally won't do agree. It. If they would just get that shit together, yep. those game every year I see Tiger Woods is coming. Out, I'm like, this is the year I'm buying it. Yeah. I, I remember back in the day, Corey and I would play. Uh, I think Dan even we we had a night where we played some Tiger Woods on Wii. Yeah, which was a, a oh, blast. It's great because it the. <laughs> It was so good at picking up your movement yeah. with your swing in the club. Like, yeah, was, and everybody was, was fairly great. good, so you know everybody had a close score, and it was yep. competitive. It's 
they're they're great. Golf yeah. games are a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm waiting for the next uh, Hot Shots Golf. Yeah. I'm sure there will be. Can't one. blame you. And I'll probably or Mario Golf even. I would I definitely buy a Mario Golf. More underrated games. All the Mario sports games are all super yep. fun. Yeah. Mario soccer. Tennis. Yeah. Tennis. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also on November 22nd, Zoo Tycoon, developer, uh, Frontier Developments, published by, by Microsoft Studios. It's a tycoon-type experience built from the beginning as a console experience. It's, it's actually part of a there, – there's a series called Zoo Tycoon, which I, I wasn't familiar with, but I guess it's supposed to be a Zoo Tycoon, like, 3. Uh, you can Sweet. upload upload your zoo to the cloud and have friends and family <laughs> play and edit your, your zoo and, and, you know, whatever. Uh, Sick. Uh, I mean, it sounded cool, but it, it, it's not a game I would ever buy, probably. No. Um, cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. So, there's that. Uh, is there any other Xbox games? Xbox One games coming out? I don't Do have... think they have been confirmed. Right, okay. Uh, also on the 22nd, Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds for 3DS. Eric, I know you got a little information. Yeah, I don't on have too much. Uh, still going with the top down. Obviously, the, the graphics are better. Um, I know that the bottom screen is going to be used for menus and inventories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more Zelda. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it, there's not really too much to say. It is. It's linked with what was the other one? A link to the past. Yes. It's supposed to take place. It's in the same world, but it takes place six generations right. after the events of. A link to the past, which is cool because that was one of my favorite Zelda games. So there is a screenshot here that looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It actually, if I would even say anything, it looks a little bit too cartoony. Oh, really? For me? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't look at it too closely. I don't know. I mean, it, I'm sure it'll be great. Right. Yeah, it's it's more in the style of the like Super Nintendo Zelda right. game and the the early Game Boy ones too. Mm-hmm. So. That's on the 22nd. Uh, also on November 22nd, Mario Party Island Tour for 3DS. Uh, it's Mario Party on the 3DS. Uh, we'll include augmented reality and Street Pass stuff. So I don't know exactly how the augmented reality works, but the Street Pass is like if you pass someone in the street with a 3DS, they kind of like feed off of each other or something. Uh, we don't. We won't get that around here because my 3DS doesn't like leave my house, so right. yeah. it's not going to come into contact with anybody else's 3DS. But I think if you're in a big city, that'll yeah, that's a, that's a good be thing. Cool. Like New York, when you where where you walk by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Corey, you should get a 3DS. Down in the Brooklyn get, Studios. Yeah, get Mario Party Island Tour. Remind me to tell you guys about uh, potential radio play for the Thumbstick Athletes. Okay, I won't remember, but okay. I'll try my damnedest. Maybe one of us will remember. Uh, Also on November 22nd, uh, Super Mario 3D World for the Wii U. Uh, This is the new 3D Mario featuring Cat Mario in it. It's also got four-player co-op, which is the first time in in a uh, 3D Mario game that that's been been something. Sick. So So that's cool. Nintendo just plugging away. (laughs) Releasing those new titles. Just pouring out Mario for... 30 years. How many Mario Party games are there? Like 30? Uh, I think there was... There's I want to say 12. 10, right? I wanted to say... I, I think I saw 12. You know, as much shit as I give Call of Duty for putting a new game out every year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Mario Party's fun, but it's one of those games that if you play by yourself, it's not fun. At not even a little. Yeah. So it's that's, fun that's, if you're, a good if one was on GameCube. If you're drunk yeah. with friends, it's hard to find a better time. Right. But how often is that? I mean, if, you're, us, if for... you're in college, right. you should buy it. <laughs> right. If you're... I don't even know about that anymore. No? 
I, I can remember even when I was in college trying to get people to play Mario Party and they're, they're just not getting into it. What were they out lifting? <laughs> not Corey's being, friends. Being vegans. No, not my <laughs> friends. Um, but no, like as, as soon as I said that the last good one was on GameCube, as soon as they started trying to utilize the motion controls for the Wii is when it all started going downhill for me. Yeah. Yeah. Too, too much moving. Uh, also on November 22nd, Tearaway for the PS Vita. It's developed by Media Molecule, published by Sony Computer Entertainment Europe. It's an adventure game inspired by Papercraft, where a messenger needs to deliver a message to the player. It uh, utilizes Vita's uh, touch features, so when you touch the touchscreen in the back, your your fingers will come up through the ground on the screen. Yes, for you should watch uh, videos of that. To, it's it's to pretty neat. Get, you, did you watch the videos? No, but I, when I was reading it, I was like, oh, that's a really good yeah. idea for how they utilize the Vita's features. Mm-hmm. That's and, that's and one of the game. games that before I bought a Vita was one of the games I really wanted to get. I'll be getting that when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the, the gameplay videos for how the touchscreens work. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it, it, se- it seems like they designed that specifically yep. for the PS Vita, which is cool. Right. So need to see more of that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Moving on. December third. Moving on to December. Dead State for PC. Uh, yeah. Developer Double Bear Productions. It's a turn-based RPG set in a zombie apocalypse. Oh. Uh, it was a kickstarted game. So. Uh, like I said, it's turn-based. It's line of sight and sound-based combat, which is which is Sounds cool. Sounds awesome, actually. Uh, job classes uh, and skill advancement are the RPG elements in it. What? Just a couple notes on that because I did look up this. This is the one of the very well. This is the only one I I did bother to look up. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, as Dan mentioned, turn-based RPG. It wasn't originally a Kickstarter game, and from what I understand, it's been in development since 2011. Okay, they just kickstarted it to get some more yeah, operating get some, funds. Yeah, get some funding, you know, probably extend the development cycle and, and make a decent game out of it. Um, I watched some of the gameplay footage. Uh, this is pre-beta, granted. I don't know. When, what, what's the release date? December 3rd. Okay, I think this video was released in March or something like that. Yes, but uh, it's, if it's the same one I'm watching right now, is March 15th. Yeah. Um, so it looks, I mean, the combat anyway looks a little bit like XCOM. Yeah. Minus the sci-fi setting and uh, all the glitz and glamour of good presentation. And actually, the video I watched, Eric, you can confirm or yeah. refute, looks kind of slow and boring, to be honest uh, with you. It's pretty bare-bones environment. Yeah. There's just some um, some buildings, and everything's really plain. I mean, I'll go ahead and give them the, the benefit of the doubt, because it is a very compelling-sounding game. But as it looks right now... I don't think I could sit through that. I'm with you, Corey. Uh, before I watched this video, it sounded pretty cool, but this this looks rather boring, especially <laughs> when a game like XCOM is out there that you can probably get right. for like twenty five, thirty bucks. It's yeah. it's more it's more like the the old style XCOM, like the old PC game. I, I never played or or I, saw any of those. You're giving it too much credit by saying that, Dan. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, I didn't watch anything for it. Yeah, and, and and the thing is, I don't think zombies really translate to to turn based game. Like, yeah. part of what makes zombies fun to kill is that they're always pursuing you, and it's like you never know when they're going to show up, and like they're just constantly coming at you. But when there's a stop between their turn and your turn, it kind of they kind of stop being zombies. You know, you're you're exactly right, Corey. And uh, like the the great thing about XCOM is all the different classes with the abilities. Like, zombies a zombie. You know what yeah. I mean? It's stupid yeah <laughs> brain dead <laughs> they are brain but dead. 
like I said, I don't want to poop all over it because it is still that's an early video, and you know they have a lot of time to polish it. And, True, and it they is need still that compelling. time by the looks of things. Conceptually, it's compelling, so we'll uh-huh. see. Okay, uh, yeah, you're. I guess you're stuck in a school trying to protect a group of survivors. That's kind of the the basis for the story for for Dead State. Sounds cool, but yeah. Do, yeah, the idea of it sounds cool. We'll see. Pay attention to that one at least. Uh, December sixth. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze for the Wii U. Uh, it's Donkey Kong's uh, Wii U platform debut. Features Viking animals conquering the Donkey Kong Island. I started looking this one up, and then I just got pissed off and stopped. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll be getting that one. I, I think Wii U has plenty of uh, platformers. I don't don't need another one. Kind of been getting bombarded by platformers recently. Yeah. So I keep saying all these all these Nintendo games could have come out on SNES. Like, there's nothing about them that is, I don't know. There's, Aside there's from the gamepad for Rayman, right? Yeah, that works nicely. Uh, but, like, if you're going to have every platformer be, be, the same type, be the same type of game, it, it loses its luster a little right. bit. I'm still looking, look at, I mean, really the that, what was it, X game that we talked about from uh, E3? Oh, yeah. Like, that's, that's the type of game that Wii U needs to start coming out with. That did oh, look Pixar cool. versus Capcom, mashup. Mixed down edition? No, Corey. I know you're just being an idiot, but you remember X? It was called. It's like X or Project it's X. It's made or by like the that. Xenoblade people. Yeah, it's yeah. a Xenoblade game, like open world RPG. Yeah, that, that appealed great. to all of us. Yeah, I'm into <laughs> it. it. Uh, and uh, Smash Bros. will be the reason I get a Wii U. So. Right. Yeah, I've kind of cooled is. off on wanting to get a Wii U. Cool, Eric. We'll, we'll I have two until Smash Brothers. Right. Yeah, there's a few titles that are interesting, me. But no. we'll, we'll see. Uh, moving on, Gran Turismo 6 for the PS3, uh, developed by Polyphon- Polyphony Digital, uh, published by Sony Computer Entertainment. Gran Turismo 6. We got a little Did bit. Um, again, a racing game. I I kind of want to get this. It's in December, and there's not really a lot of other stuff coming out as of uh-huh. right now, so I may actually get it, just because it's... The one of the main series uh, for for PlayStation. Yeah. Are you still gonna have your PS3? Yeah. I'm not getting rid of it. Okay. Um, that's my upstairs machine for Netflix uh, and whatnot. For Netflix, I like that. <laughs> well, no, you I know. I have. One. I play stuff on it too, but it, yeah, it's in the bedroom. Um, yes. Yeah, so for Gran Turismo Six, some new stuff. They're adding new some new tracks, real world tracks that have never been in video games before. Um, they look really cool. That's that's the thing about these racing games is everything looks amazing. Yeah. But then you get it, it's a racing game. Yeah, right. (laughs) And you're like, wait a minute. I'm with you, except for I love my rally racing games. Oh, see, those, though, I'm with you on that. Those can pull you in a little bit more because it's the woods and, you know, everything's really cool. I don't know. This does look really good, though. And you see, I mean, Will's checking out some of the graphics. Looks good, right? looks incredible right got um, a video playing man it looks tight yeah it does the, and people have been waiting for grand grand turismo 6 for it's quite a while really popular it is super popular the interface for like online racing looks really sleek and i think i might be able to get into some online racing i really do okay the only yes. thing is i'm gonna have drive, drive club, club for ps4 the crew's coming out early next year yeah because that's a little different take on the yeah yeah this is more of what you've been used to for for a racing game Mm -hmm. and i i don't know if it even has any of the innovations that forza has for like xbox right um so this is just your old school with a sleek look racing game just new cars 
new real world tracks. That's basically it. Uh, they they said you should be able to feel the difference in aerodynamics if you're into cars. I am a little bit, but I I wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, I don't think. I, I don't know. You know what it would take for me to get a racing game? <laughs> what is the arcade setup like? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Pedals and a shifter and a wheel and everything. Yeah. And you know what would make it even better? Remember our St. Paddy's Day episode when I talked about that one uh, j- is just that. It's something you sit in with the wheel and the pedals and the shifter, and then there's a kegerator in the back. Yeah. No, I don't remember that. With a tap all the way. Yeah, Tan doesn't remember. <laughs> with a tap all the way in the front. Yeah. That'd be great. I don't remember anything we talked about during that episode. I don't know. My Whether I get uh, Gran Turismo or not is really going to depend on how much I like Drive Club probably. Right. So if you're satisfied with Drive Club, you won't you won't need it. Or if you're satisfied with Drive Club because you like racing games, you decide then you. But Grand Tur- Grand this is one I'm, I could get caught up in the hype right. if it gets good reviews. Oh, that's true. Especially because there's not really much else coming out, and right. it wouldn't hurt one of us to play that game. Right. Goddamn podcast made me <laughs> spend all my money. <laughs> I'm with you. But uh, yeah, okay, looks great for racing games. All right, that's the last of the scheduled releases. We have a bunch of unscheduled releases, starting with, uh, to be announced, We Fit You. Yes. I don't need to get into We Fit You. You know what We Fit Wait, is. Wait, what do you mean you don't need to get into it? Let's well, get you know, into it's it. this exercise game that you play for, like, a week, and then you get sick of. <laughs> you realize you're not losing any weight right. and you want to shoot yourself. Um, there is cool things the balance board can be used for, but, again, it, it runs into the whole uh, gimmicky type of thing. Very much so. so. You know, there's that. Uh, okay, into the unscheduled releases. Uh, I don't know. I think we all probably took notes on different ones. I just wrote down ones that I that I was interested in. A lot of these games might not even come out this year. So, uh, so to be announced, Among the Sheep. It's a PC, Mac, and Linux game. Uh, it's developed by Krillbright Studio. It places you in the mind and body of a toddler uh, being helped along by his teddy bear. You are put to bed, and weird stuff begins to happen. Like after after you get put to bed, hmm. um, I guess it, it's in the first person perspective of a of a two, like a two year old toddler. Really, um, it's supposed to be like a uh, like a not I don't want to say survival horror, but it's supposed to be like a horror game, like a scary game. Oh wow! Um, personally, it seemed terrifying to me when I was reading the description. Um, there's nothing scarier than being a little kid with yep. a, with an imagination and and crazy stuff starts happening. Like kids or, are fucking weird. Man. I agree. Um, I I I just think that 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 has the potential to be very terrifying. I'm video with you. Game. Um, especially since your 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 teddy bear kind of comes to life and guides you through your adventure as a two year old. Um, seems awesome to me. Sounds cool. Uh, so that's Among the Sheep for PC, Mac, and Linux. Uh, that's one, actually, when I was doing this, I'm like, that's has the potential to be the the game I'm most looking forward to. It's I up gotta, there. I got to tell you, I like the uh, kind of refocus on the horror genre yeah, that's going on. I even, know. even though I don't know if I'll play any of them because I'm a pussy, <laughs> right. uh, I think it's cool that they're making good horror games yep. because I think it's something that there's a lot of potential for that hasn't been touched. I agree. Well, Corey gifted me a copy of Outlast for oh, PC. Did. Corey, did you play Outlast? No, I, I gave it to Dan for his birthday. Yeah, I haven't I haven't played it yet, but I think I might play that next when I'm done with Crusader Kings nice, finally. Dude. So. Uh, that's actually one that I spoke to Will about. Uh, I thought it would be cool with the PS4, because that's coming out for PS4. Oh, is it? It is. Okay. Uh, that's actually not coming out for Xbox, only PS4. Uh-huh. Um, I thought it would be cool to, I don't know if me and Will or maybe all three of us got together, I'd be willing to buy that. 
stream it on our Twitch channel. Oh, yeah. You know, as lights well off. Our, yeah, our reactions. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that would be kind of fun to do. Eric, I watched the trailer and that game started my week of insomnia. I don't think I want to play that. <laughs> I'm gonna I, play I don't want to play it either. I'm going to play it and I can't wait. Ugh. Fine. Amnesia <laughs> just came out. Machine for Pigs. Yep. It's getting decent reviews. Yeah. So Okay. That's cool. That sounds cool. Uh, next on the list, Command and Conquer for PC. Developed by Victory Games. Uh, the It's the th- third developer for, for Command and Conquer. Uh, published by EA. Uh, it's a series first free-to-play game. It's also multiplayer only, which kind of upset longtime fans of the Command and Conquer series. Uh, it features a Frostbite 3 engine as used in Battlefield 4 and some upcoming uh, video game titles from EA. So... It seemed cool. I don't like the free-to-play, and I don't like it that it's multiplayer only, but they said at some point later they may um, be able to come out with a single-player type campaign for it. So, Command & Conquer for PC. Uh, moving on, FIFA Manager 14 for PC, developed by Bright Future GmbH, published by EA Sports. It's a soccer management sim, much like Is Football Manager. Is that the one that's coming out for Vita? I think that's Football Manager. Okay. Is this uh, a brand-new type? No, no, it's been out. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know that it's as popular as Football Manager. Yeah, I've think, never heard I, of it. I think Football Manager is like the 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 better of the, the two. All be all. Yeah, soccer management titles. So okay. Uh, there's that. Uh, Fortnite for PC, which is developed and published by Epic Games. It's a co-op sandbox survival game where players scavenge, explore, build, and prepare during the day and protect their fort at night. Uh, it utilizes the Unreal Engine four from Epic. Um, this is the one that that uh, Epic kind of pimped to get out of the bro gamer call or not Call of Duty Gears of War, Gears of War. type yeah. of thing. It's 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 kind of a a change for them to to make this type of game. Okay, but it seems really cool. Um, we'll, we'll see. I guess when it when it comes out. Uh, moving on, Kinetic Void for PC, developed and published by Badland Studios. Uh, it's a space trading and combat sim with a randomly generated huge universe with uh, rival factions, and you play the role of a space pilot finding their way in said universe. I guess everything in that game is randomized, so it's different every time you play it. Uh, the factions, the 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 you know, the struggles, battles, whatnot, uh, as well as the universe itself are all are all randomized when you play the game. So that's actually one that I probably will end up getting. It seems like it's right. It seems like a. Uh, Eve Online, but single player is what it seemed like to me okay. when I was reading the description. So that sounds awesome to me. Any sounds th- good to your dog too. Yeah, no. <laughs> Any thoughts, Corey? So far, <laughs> Corey, I'm, I'm, Earth to Corey. <laughs> Any Any thoughts so far? Sorry, I had to I had to turn the lights off for the old lady. Oh, I we've got to shut the dog up too. He's annoying me. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, Connect Void for the PC. Also coming out for the PC, Path of Exiles getting its release. Uh, it's by... That's not out already? It's, uh, open beta. Oh. Uh, Path of Exi- Exile by... Something Gear Games. I can't read my writing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Diablo-esque action RPG. It's free to play and supported by quote-unquote ethical microtransactions you know you know what uh is fascinating to me what is that dan writes his notes i don't usually but it was easier for the for these types of episodes because there was so much writing 
I usually type it out, but because there was so much writing for these, I, I just wrote them out. It's faster to do by hand. I actually enjoy writing, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's I not have, something I you have do nice very handwriting. Often. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I have terrible handwriting. I get compliments on it constantly. They, everybody the, tells me I write like a girl. Nice. It's the veganism. Yeah, as soon as I became a vegan, I just started writing really nicely. You should start handwriting like letters. Love letters? You want to write oh, my whatever kind of handwrite my essays? No. No, Corey, I usually type out my notes on Evernote on my computer and then pull them up on my tablet. But for these, because there was so much writing, I, I just wrote it, hand wrote it because it's faster. Uh, yes. So that's Path of Exile. Yeah, we'll we'll ask. It's not out yet. It's it's in open beta right now, so you can download and play it now. But it's actually going to be released in sometime later this year. So, uh, Fantasy Star Online Two for PC, uh, developed by Sonic Team, published by Sega, science fiction MMORPG. You probably have heard of Fantasy Star. It's also the reason why I wrote it down is because it's it's also coming out for iOS and Android in Japan. So probably in, in North America at some point. I thought that was interesting for an MMORPG of that kind of repute to come out for iOS and Android. Yep. It'd be interesting to see if they if they if it like works on iOS and Android. Um, so that's why I wrote that one down. Uh, coming out sometime later this year, Roller Coaster Tycoon for iOS and, and Android. That might be kind of fun on a mobile. That's what I thought. That's why I wrote it. I'm like, yeah. you know, because really? well, the Tycoon Tycoon games are all pretty fun. No. What do you mean? You no. don't think so? I think they're fun. They're fun in 2001. Yeah, but on a mobile platform, I'll give it that uh, 12 years ago. Yeah, exactly. I, I, th- I, you know, if they can translate it well, I think it'll, it'll it'll work out nicely. And if it's cheap, yeah, you guys, you guys are gonna play Roller Coaster Tycoon on your iDevices? No, I'm not necessarily. But I could see why somebody would. Right. If I if I had a long train ride every day, I probably would. But I don't. I could probably I could I could make a list of a hundred games I would play before I'd play roller coaster. Well that's Tycoon. fine, that's you. But don't you think that would go well with uh someone who likes to play um Tiny Tower? Don't you think that's a that's a game that they might like to play on their iOS device? Yes, I do, Dan. I do too. I completely agree. Yeah. Corey Corey that, doesn't I, think so. I'm sure that I'm sure that person exists, but I'm speaking for me. <laughs> okay. That's fine. Uh, moving on, Sir, You Are Being Hunted for PC, Mac, and Linux, developed by Big Robot. It's an open-world survival video game uh, with procedurally generated land uh, that the player is, or procedurally generated island, I'm sorry, not land, uh, That well, I guess that's land too, that the player is tasked with, tasked with escaping. Uh, while escaping, the player must scavenge for supplies while avoiding or fighting robots dressed as Victorian gentlemen. This is a game I'm also really looking forward to. It's got, if you pre-order it now, I think you can get into the, the beta, ver- beta version of it. Uh, but I want to wait till it comes out and then buy it and play it. Um, seems really cool. Open world, you know, love that type of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it almost made me think of uh, Don't Starve. Mm-hmm. But but 3D and uh, you know obviously a different setting. But yeah. that that's what it made me feel like, like it was it was like, so. That's sir, you are being hunted. Uh, Corey, do you have anything to say about that? No, but uh, I'm with you. I put it on my wish list on Steam. Yeah, looks awesome. I can't wait for that one to come out. 
Uh, next on the list, South Park, The Stick of Truth for PC, 360, PS3. Nothing's really been confirmed about that, but I'm assuming it's coming out on those platforms. Developed by Obsidian and published by Ubisoft. I just wrote question marks for this because there's not a lot of details on this game still. It's supposed to come out sometime in November, I had heard, but there's no set release date yet. The sooner the better. I want to know if it's coming out. If it's coming out at this point, I'm not hopeful, really. That was one you were really <laughs> excited for, Dan. I'm still really excited for. I was supposed, to, I thought it was going to come out like last year or Nagasaki maybe Nagasaki bomb, yeah, or early this year, um, but still, really, not much about it is known. So, yeah, I wonder why. I don't know. I, don't I know. think we, there's still a market for South Park. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ubisoft's not usually like that with their games either. They just re- released a bunch of games they're making, too. Yeah, yeah they're not usually hush-hush about it. So I'm, it doesn't seem it, because they just talked about a shit ton of games. So. Yeah, maybe that's uh, maybe that's an Obsidian thing. Maybe mm-hmm. that's how they roll. I don't know. Maybe it's a Trey Parker, Matt Stone thing. It, c- it could very well be, because they did have a lot of control over how the game was scripted, which gives me a lot of hope. It's not coming because, out, Dan. I think it will. I'm sorry. Uh, they spend too much money on it at that's this point. True. That's true. For it not to come out. I, as far as I know, it was just about done when THQ got bu- or when, when it got bought out by Ubisoft. Uh-huh. So, huh. we'll see. Yeah, but, if, I mean, it could have been almost done, but if Trey Parker and Matt Stone have to sign off on something... Right, yeah, that could take a long time. I'm, I'm so. with you that, uh, you know, they had a lot of creative control, and ideally that means they would want it to be perfect. Yeah. Well, I hope for your sake it comes out, Dan, because I know you were really looking forward to that. Yeah, I still am. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but anyway, moving on. Starbound for PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, Vita, and Oya. Uh, developed by Chucklefish. We've talked about this game a lot. It's basically Terraria in space. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a little more to it than than Terraria. It's got some you know some more gameplay elements in it. But um, yeah, that that's the the gist of Starbound. I think we're all pretty excited for Starbound, yep. right? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so moving on, State of Decay for PC. Uh, obviously, that came out for Xbox Live Arcade, but this is the PC release coming out some some point this year. Uh, the Banner Saga for PC, Mac, Linux, iOS, PSN, and Xbox Live Arcade, uh, developed by Stoic, which is made up of former Bioware employees. It's a tactical RPG set in a Viking-themed fantasy setting, uh, inspired by games such as Final Fantasy Tactics and Shining Force. Seems cool. I looked at some of the artwork. It's uh, it's like hand-drawn type of artwork. It looks really neat. Um, we'll see about that one, right? Uh, moving on, The Walking Dead Season 2. Probably coming out on every platform. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it didn't mention specifics, but you can assume it's probably going to be everything. Obviously, that's by Telltale, Telltale Games. I don't need to really talk about that one because everyone kind of knows what The Walking Dead is. Mm, yep. Uh, and then I think the, the last game I wrote down was War for the Overworld. Uh, for PC, Mac, and Linux uh, by Subterranean Games. It's a real-time strategy where the pr- player creates a dungeon and places traps, etc., to stop invading heroes, uh, which seems cool because usually you're the hero invading the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this places you as the dungeon master uh, where you try to try to thwart heroes that try to raid your dungeon. So I thought that was a cool idea for yeah. a game. So that's all the, all the notes I took. Do you have anything, Eric? Um, no, not specific games. I think the thing I'm most looking forward to that I don't necessarily know is coming out is all of the independent stuff, indie yeah. games that are going to be on the PS4. Yeah, that's what I'm really looking forward to because I think that's where their their bread and butter is going to be at least at launch. Yeah, 
You know, because like we've talked about, Xbox probably has the better launch titles. Yeah, there's um, a handful of good right. PlayStation exclusives. There's a lot of good titles, but yes. as far as exclusives go, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm really looking forward to see what what the uh, indie games are going to be, as as well as the Vita integration with the PS4 and yeah. all that stuff. So uh-huh. definitely a lot to be excited about. Huh? Okay, Corey. What am I most excited about? Well, did you did you take it? Did you have anything you wanted to talk about that doesn't have a release date first? Um, did you take any notes for anything that I might have missed? We didn't talk about Wasteland, did we? No, but that's not supposed Wasteland to come out two. this year. That uh, got okay. postponed until next year. But you can talk about it. Uh, Scapegoat Two is another one. That's about it. Okay, I think we nailed them all. All right, Will. Anything? None that I have. What are you looking forward to, Corey oh. and Will? God, everything. Yeah. <laughs> what too. game are you most looking forward to playing? Everything. No, one game. This year? Yeah. Uh, that's hard. Probably... If you could buy one game the rest of the year, what is it? Uh, the new Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Will. You're such a troll. Will, I was going to say, Will, Will, Will's being a, a, a host troll. Trolling his own podcast. No, I really mean it. No, you don't. I do. Corey, what about you? Is there one game <sighs> that I'm really looking forward to playing? See, I always just feel like the game I'm really looking forward to play, I don't know about yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I know okay, well, the games you do know about then. That's such a hard question for me to answer. Mario Party. Really, I'm just like dying to play that yeah. I can't stop thinking about. You know? I'm with you. To be honest with you, and I hate admitting this. For me, it's probably Dead Rising 3, and I'm not going to be able to play it. For a while. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm also looking forward to Among the Sheep. I talked about, you know, when we first started our uh, our TBA releases. That really sounds like it could be yeah. pretty interesting. I guess it won a bunch of, like, European uh, most look forward to game awards. I think that could be really terrifying and then sir you are being hunted is another one that really sounds interesting to me uh drive club is another one that i got really excited about when i first saw it and i'm i'm hoping that it lives up to what i was hoping it was going to be uh-huh. um i'd love to get into racing games i really would i don't know it's hard yeah but yeah well maybe the whole competitive online thing will be the I the, hope. the thing that gets you really into yes. the racing games because that's really that's that's, that's drive club too, yeah. you know. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay. All right. Well, that that'll do it, I guess, for our fall games preview, 2013. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 112 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our What We Played This Week segment. Uh, do we want to talk about Rayman first? Yeah, go for it. Okay, since that's uh, kind of the newest. Well, no, I guess NHL 14 would be the newest release. But yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Rayman first. We'll Let's talk about Rayman. It. I played a little uh, Rayman. Did you play Rayman? A little bit. Okay. Half an hour. Oh, cool. another country heard so you, from. <laughs> yeah, you can chime in a little bit about it. I don't think I asked, Eric. <laughs> Uh, so I played maybe another hour, hour and a half of Rayman, probably, <laughs> I don't know, a few levels. Um, but I started to get into the different level types. Mm. We did like a, a speed level, I guess it was called, where you're kind of racing against the clock. The others you can kind of take your time and search around. But this one, you had to 
outrun the lava. Well, there there was that one, but oh yeah, there was outrunning the lava. There was that one, and then there was one where you're in like a collapsing tree, yes. a collapsing level. Yep. Um, but re- like I really like that that you know that you had to move fast in that one. Uh, the the, one it's like in the sand, and it's like ruins kind of that are collapsing on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that was yep. really cool. But uh, we'll talk about the the oh, lava I one that first. One too. Yeah, that was good, right? Yes. Good, Eric. Um, but we'll talk about the lava one first. Um, I was actually the one that did all the running. My wife had because she had the the Wii U controller. She was Murphy for that one, so uh, that took a lot of teamwork, um, timing yeah. especially because she had to help me with uh, you know all the all the manipulating of the environment, and you know it had to be timed right because you had to keep moving to stay ahead of the lava. And uh, <laughs> what, Corey? Yeah, that's for Corey. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, you had to had to stay ahead of the of the lava and and you know keep going, but at the same time there was all these like lava balls that were floating around that that she had to keep popped and and you know just to to clear my path. I took a lot of teamwork. Like it was. Yeah, I can imagine pretty, it did pr- pretty uh, well done. That one pretty was well a little bit of a pain in the ass. It was really fun. Um, I uh, wanted to ask you, Dan. I know yeah. you had mentioned you were looking forward to the music. Uh, rhythm, yeah. Stuff. Did you find it yet? I haven't gotten there. Okay, yet. I played one. It was yeah. cool. Okay. Did you get to that one yet, Corey? Sure did. Do you like it? Uh, I did. Before I talk about that, I did want to say that I have warmed up to Rayman Legends immensely since the last time we talked about oh, it. Oh, okay. Woo! And that kind of says a lot because I I liked it last time we talked about it. Yeah. Um, and I talked about how I kind of wanted more out of it, and it, like I probably I probably played maybe another four hours in the last week a lot. Uh, and, and it it was like this the kind of thing where playing on the couch, the roommates joined me. Like at one point, we had four people playing. Oh, that's awesome! It was a lot of fun. Um, I got those gameplay variations I was looking for. Like everything they had pitched about the game kind of came out. Um, I did play the rhythm. I think it was Black Betty was the song. Yep. Yeah, and that was my girlfriend was like super impressed with that. She's like, that was that was probably the most fun I've ever had in Rayman. It was uh, cool. It was very level. easy. That it was easy. It was easy, but part of like what made it easy is because like your jumps and stuff are timed with the rhythm of the music. So as long as you stay with the rhythm, like you're doing these appropriate actions at the appropriate yeah. times. So I'm, someone like me that doesn't have any rhythm is going to have a little no, bit. No, you might. You might have some issue. <laughs> you won't, Dan. Okay, it's really easy. I, I hope they don't do too many of those because it was really easy. It was a cool like little side thing though. Um, but like. When I had pl- played um, last week, I didn't mess around with any of the the different areas, like the the mini game, the soccer mini games. You guys play the soccer mini game? I did game? No. by my, by myself, so it wasn't as fun. <laughs> oh, you, I didn't know you could play by yourself. Yeah, you just kicked the ball into the net. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that wouldn't be very much fun. I did it for a bit though. Yeah, it, it's good. It's I mean that was a lot of fun. We. Uh, we unlocked a bunch of Origins levels, like the older levels from the last game, and played through them, and it was, you know, perfect. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the lucky tickets and all the things you can unlock yeah. through those, the, the creatures and cool. all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, just 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 the the general uh, gameplay variation has me very excited, and and we played through all the main levels without like taking the time to get all the teensies in each level, which unlocks even more levels. So we kind of hit. Uh, 
hit the end of the game without unlocking the end of the game, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you um, could, because you have to play enough to be able to unlock the full game, right? Right, we had to get more teensies to unlock more levels to advance further. So so what we did is we played to that point, and then we went back all the way to the start, and we're just playing through all the levels as they unlock by unlocking uh, by saving the teensies. Um, so we're just going through and just doing that right now. But okay. uh, I absolutely love it. And yeah. I had mentioned before, like sixty dollars seemed like a little too much, but I'm I'm sort of okay with the sixty dollars price tag at this juncture, just just because of you know the sheer amount of fun we had with it. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, it's because it's a game like I, I'm not going to play by myself at all. It, I'm just going to play with my wife, so it, it's kind of hard at this point to to find time for both of us to play together. So you know, I was only able to play like another hour and a half since last week. So that's kind of what I said was that if you have people to play it with, it's probably a blast. Right. If you're playing by yourself, it's probably not worth it. Right. Not no, not as fun. Not. Yeah. Okay. Um, I already like I like I talked about the teamwork. I I just think that's so much better than. So much, so, so much more well done than the uh, than the uh, Mario games. Right. It, it's just much better to me. Agreed. Um, have I've had a lot of fun with the with the teamwork aspect of it so far. So, yeah, really good, really good. I'm, I'm glad you warmed up to it a lot more too, Corey. Yeah, I mean, when I had played last week, I probably played maybe an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, but now that I have a substantial amount of time with it, I can. I can really respect what it's all about. Okay. I did Excellent. feel like the more I played it, the more I was liking it. Yeah. But. Because, like he said, you, you experience the more variety of, of level types. Yeah. And it's I, got I, its own I, charm. Yeah, I felt, this, felt the same way with the with the speed levels and, and you know, mm-hmm. how, how quickly you have to make your actions and stuff, you know. So, okay. Anything else? Uh, any, Will, what were your initial impressions with Rayman? I liked it a lot. Okay. I only played like thirty minutes, like two levels, but right. I liked the colors and the platforming was fun. Yeah, I didn't get too much into it though. I'll probably play more for next week. But okay. yeah, cool. All right, uh, who wants to go first? Will? Sure. What else I did you play? Played and beat Diablo three on the console. That's oh, what I spent most hey. of my time on. Hey, thank you. Well done. Thank you. I'll add you to the list right away. First game in probably a month. That I beat, but oh, okay. uh, not a whole lot to talk about really with it. It was just uh, it was good to play with friends. Me and my friends probably played through the entire game uh, on a Saturday and Sunday. Um, so online, it, yeah, online. We all had free time, so we just sat down and played. It was one of those things. Once we got going, we didn't want to stop, so we played through it and uh, yeah, and beat it. it. wasn't too hard. It was actually pretty easy on normal, uh, but if you put it on hard, it was a little too hard. It's like Madden. Yeah, it was the difficulty jump was insane, but uh, yeah, it was fun to play with friends, and we're gonna try and play through it to get uh, to the on a harder difficulty. Yeah, try and uh, level cap seventy now, right? Yes, I think so. I think. Okay. I don't really know. I know it raises in the expansion. I think it's seventy. It's something. Like, yeah, it's either sixty or seventy. Okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm like level thirty-five, maybe. So. I think that's what about what I was. I think I was level thirty seven when I beat beat Diablo three. Mm-hmm. Then you never went monk. back. Then I never touched it again. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. I think we played far more Torchlight two than we did uh, Diablo three. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah that was fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we still have to go back. I want to try some of the new classes for Torchlight two, but yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see how they are compared <laughs> to the old ones. <laughs> There's gonna be a fourth player. I don't know. We'll have to. 
Yeah, it's going to suck when Corey oh, can't play. I have an idea. Let's get Chris. There you go. <laughs> By all means. Will. Eric, okay. I'm happy Eric. to go back and play with you, man. Eric, Just let me know. Why are you so? Why are you angry? I'm not angry. You seem very chip, not at chippy all. about it. Nope. Do you need a hug? Nope. You sure? Yep. Come okay. Me. Will, did you play anything else? No, nah, that's all I played. Okay. Uh, well, let's hear about NHL 14. Okay. Oh, Corey, fellas. kick it off, and I'll jump in. All right, so uh, I, you know, I made the mistake of waiting till the day before it was out to pre-order it. Um, Why is that a mistake? It was a mistake because I had to pay tax and uh, four dollars shipping because it was the day before it came out. Wow. Even though I have Amazon Prime, or was it three dollars? I think it's two ninety nine for one day shipping. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it ended up costing me like seventy bucks. God damn it! Which which kind of sucks. It does. Um. I could have what I what I tend to do is I get off one subway stop earlier than my home stop and go to the GameStop there, but then it's like a fifteen minute walk from there, twenty minute walk from there to my apartment, which I just knew I wouldn't be in the mood for the next day. Yeah. Didn't end up getting home from work till I don't know, I put in a ten and a half hour work day on Tuesday. Uh didn't get home till late, you know, girlfriend had a rough day, had to make her happy. Didn't end up playing until 11.30 wow. after she went to bed. Uh, but I did stay up for two hours playing it. I played some online, uh, just just one-on-one online. Went undefeated, 4-0. Ooh, nice. Um, yeah, played another one today. I'm 5-0. and Wow. Using just the Rangers? Or? Using just the Rangers, yeah. Uh, most of them I won by three goals. There was one, the last one I played against Pittsburgh had to win losing one nothing in the third period. I scored one with like five minutes late to tie or five minutes left to tie it up and scored the game winner with one point nine seconds oh, left. Nice. And I was like, if this happened to me Who'd you score it with? I would be pissed. I don't even remember. It was late. Um but anyway And you beat it, Pittsburgh too, which is always good. Yeah, and he was like, watch all his replays on his goal. Well, the one goal he had. I know that guy from FIFA. I don't know. I was just an. I'm I'm very. I get very easily annoyed with competitive online games, and as much as I like NHL, this is no exception. Um, to me, overall, like the game feels no different than NHL 13, other than the hitting. Um, the hitting is very apparent. I feel like your guys do are a lot more effective in their hits. Um, there's a lot more dirty hits, a lot more penalties result from hits, a lot more fights result from hits. Um, but other than that, like it still plays like NHL 13 to me, which I was, you know, kind of more okay with than you guys were for the most part. Was the skating system better? I know you said it, it seemed a little faster. It's, I mean, they pitched, they pitched um, from. This version, as opposed to NHL 13, they pitched all these different things. Honestly, I didn't notice a single one of them. Okay. I'm actually going to um, look up and see what they pitched right now. Yeah, they pitched like a lateral, like defenders doing, a, rather than pivoting early, they do like a lateral skate and stuff like that. And I, like, I just didn't notice any of it. Um, the one touch deke makes it a little bit easier to deke, but it's the same deke. Uh, it's not necessarily any more effective or anything like that. I, I haven't found a scenario where it makes my goal scoring any easier or makes it more flashy or anything like that. It's just an easier way to do the same old deke you've been doing 
since time immemorial. Okay. Did you? Um, sorry. Go ahead. I did. The only thing I played other than online was the hockey ultimate team, which I didn't get into in the last game at all. But I figured like it's early enough. I might as well just get into it and see what it's like. Uh, I got my team, drew all my cards. The best player I got was Brian Boyle of the New York Rangers. <laughs> wow. The only other NHL player I got was Taylor Pyatt. Oh, okay. Uh, also an uh, NHL player. Oh, and uh, TJ Galliardi. Okay. Um, so, like, some decent guys. But, like, my first game I played fucking, I don't even know. But he had, like, Timu Solani literally skating circles around all of my guys the entire game. Huh. Beat me by, I think he beat me two to one. I got a cheapo uh, in there, which my guys weren't doing. Literally, they weren't doing dick. They were just <laughs> skating around trying to stay on their feet for the most part. <laughs> it, was, it was embarrassing. Um, You're embarrassed for I, the guys out there. But I hung in in there, and I, I like I honestly, I finished the game, and I'm like, the guy I played should be embarrassed by this. Right. That um, is, it was like the, the Patriots-Bills game this past weekend. <laughs> <laughs> And then I played another hockey ultimate team game and uh, played. It was a guy who was obviously a Bruins fan because he had the Bruins jerseys and Bruins players, but he also had like Tyler Myers and uh, who was his goalie? Oh, Antti Niemi and like all these great players. Oh, really? He must have bought a bunch of packs then. Yeah. Again, I lost two to one. It's like, I mean, what do you do? Like you, my guys could not do a thing. When I was in the defensive zone, I could not chase the puck at all because if I did, like, it's instant goal. We just had to stay in. It was pretty much just crash the net and, yeah. like, have five goaltenders. That's <laughs> the way my defense worked that game. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, it's only a buck, like a buck and change to get a gold pack. Yes. So I did. Hey, I bought I one too, these, Corey. I did that thinking I'd get all these NHL players. I got three nhl players and the rest are contract cards and just like weird shit uh, bonus points that you can assign players and coaches stuff. and, and jerseys like, well yeah that, it's like stat upgrades for players i didn't know that i didn't know that that happened the way they pitch it to you in the the ea nhl store is that you are getting you know all gold level all players nhl players see it's funny hearing from somebody that has never played ultimate team before being from my experience with fifa because i don't even notice that just because going in i knew what it was right. but yeah that's yeah. kind of shitty um fifa what they'll no do idea. sometimes um it's great because on the the fifa twitter feed they'll announce when they have special packs on sale some of them will just strictly be player packs which is i guess what Corey was looking for yeah that's what i um, thought i was getting yeah i knew nothing about these whole contract things and um all that. those are called consumables and you get a right. consumable pile, but yeah, you need you do need contract cards. I mean, your players, for, for tournaments and stuff, right? Uh, the way it works in FIFA is your players are on contract, and when their contract for a certain amount of games, yeah, a certain amount of games, and when their their games run out, you have to re up a new contract card, which gives them more games to play for your team. This is such bullshit. <laughs> I actually really like Ultimate Team, but I mean, I feel like I could get into it if I really wanted to get into it. Yeah, but I, I mean, just I don't see it happening. Um, but anyway. I also uh, I realized uh, with with the gold pack I bought I got Alex Steen and uh, a couple other like second line guys you know nobody okay. nobody huge um, so I was like I need a goaltender I went and went to bid on the old goaltenders oh you did how was the yeah. uh, how was the marketplace 
Well, I got 3,000 pucks uh, from one of my cards that I got with the gold pack that I oh, bought. Oh, nice. That was a good find. Yeah, so I was like, all right, I got a little bit of clink. I can go find a goaltender. Yeah. Um, there, there were two I was looking at, Ray Emery being one of them, uh-huh. and um, Matthew Garon, uh-huh. which are like, I think Garon was like a, a high 70s and Emery was a solid 80. And I was like, okay, that, that's good enough rather than my... What what's his lips? That's a forty two. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um and Ray Emery was going for a lot cheaper than any of the other goaltenders, which makes no sense because Well, if you think I about mean, it it does. It, 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 I think he's gonna start for Chicago or not Chicago, um Philly. Philly. I think he's gonna start for Philly rather than Bob. Yeah. Or not Bob. Is but, it Bobrovsky? Yeah. No, Bob no it's Bob uh, it's, uh Mason. Mason. Yeah, it's Mason. Mason. That's they right. Tra- they yeah. traded. I think he'll start Bobrovsky's playing for Columbus now. Right. Yeah, um, Steve Mason after his rookie year has not been very good. But anyway, the bidding was extremely cheap. It was like 900 pucks until the last 25 seconds, and it skyrocketed to more than I had. Oh, more yeah. More than 3,000. It's great listening to Corey talk about this because I've gone through this jillions of times on FIFA. Uh-huh. But, Corey, I had, the, time. I had the same thought with a uh, goalie. That was I was like, first thing I need to do is get a goalie. Yeah. Because yeah. I had played – the first thing I did was play an online game with the Sabres, and Miller was bailing me out left and right. Um, mm-hmm. And then I started playing my ultimate team with some, you know, some eighteen-year-old, fifty-rated guy. Yeah, it was quite different. Yeah. So I go through all this trouble uh, last night. Wake up this morning, check my email. I get an email from Amazon saying, "Here are your twenty-four gold pack uh, pre-purchase nice. promotion code." And I was like, "Well, shit! I didn't know I had that." Uh, before I go to work this morning, I enter it. It says, okay, great. Uh, it's now downloading. I download it, and then I get a message saying, this cannot be redeemed. What? Please try again. I try again. It tells me, this code has already been redeemed. It can't be redeemed more than once or some shit like that. I have no idea. Uh, but apparently Amazon gave me 24 gold packs. For pre-ordering? To, to, for pre-ordering, which is pretty sweet. I guess I kind of made my money's worth by uh, spending the extra money for for yeah. early shipping. But I See, now I got that with FIFA because I had an EA Sports a season ticket last year. Yeah. Um, so I would get one pack a week and I actually carried over to whatever my anniversary date was for getting that. So I got it for um, – I got a free pack for NHL 14 also. Nice. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Which reminds me I didn't open it yet. But I mean, like, it, even if even if I got you know two or three players out of twenty four gold packs each, that's, that's a, a full that's a roster. roster. Yeah, yeah, I'm set. Um, so I don't know what's going on. I looked online a little bit. Apparently, like some people had to play a game before it unlocked. Some people had to mm-hmm. reboot their Xbox before it unlocked. So I guess I just have to mess around with it. The only other thing I played just briefly was NHL '94 Anniversary Mode. I played it for about two minutes and then I turned it off. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, okay, it wasn't. Uh... <laughs> didn't hold up no it wasn't it's not what you're thinking it's 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 nhl it's the current day nhl current day rosters current day graphics just the same controls oh so it's not you get a little you get a little star indicator under your guy like you did back in the day it's not top down no no the controls are different it's not top down like yeah that's what i meant oh is that what you said i'm sorry yeah the controls are different and you get a little star indicator yeah oh that's not that's not that big of a deal i thought it was going to be like maybe not uh 
not graphically like an HL94, but at least in that same like perspective, I guess. No, with, it's with the, the characters it's the same the, size. Well, maybe it is kind of in that perspective, but it doesn't feel that way because it it it's the graphics of the newest game essentially. Right. Okay. There's no I, penalties. I know that was something that they did with that. I wasn't into it at all. I mean, the gameplay does change a little bit because your speed boost is more like it was back back in the day where you you know, you press the button and you got like a apparent boost. Yeah. Um but I just I wasn't feeling it at all. I wish they had just put straight up NHL 94 into this game with I would with updated rosters and players, though, yes. right? Yeah, I'd take I'd take updated. I mean, I just I just want that exact same experience. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, I know for for PC they had a Tecmo Super Bowl with uh, current day players and rosters or current day teams and rosters, um, but in the graphical style of old Tecmo Bowl, yeah, that's cool. which is amazing. They probably do. They probably have that somewhere floating around for NHL. I'm sure. Oh yeah. So I think you could play it on an emulator. So you're going to get anyway, into Ultimate Team at all, you think, Corey? Or am I going to what? Get into Ultimate Team at all? Yeah, I think so. Once I get my 24 gold packs, I'll, I'll probably be pretty set. Yeah, you'll have a pretty good team, I think. At least at least to start, and then, you know, as people go. I guess you have to play 10 games, and then you can qualify for the playoffs. Okay. That's the way they do it. Um, and then, like, depending on how you do in those 10 games, they put you in different divisions, but you have to win, like, at least three of them to be able to go to the, the playoffs or something like that. Hmm. Um, so, so I'm into it. It's, it's definitely, it's more interesting than just playing one-on-one online every now and again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, like I said, I guess to, to summarize it's to me, it feels more like NHL 13, uh, but I'm okay with it because I like hockey that much that I just, you know, need something to tide me over till the season starts. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay. Um, any other thoughts on NHL? Yeah. As for what I played. Um, I played one game of Ultimate Team. Uh, I lost pretty bad. And I played one online match with the Sabres. I ended up winning. I don't remember what the final score was. But both times when I played online, I got outshot by damn near 20, 25 shots. Both times I played. Uh, I'm finding it very hard to get any offense going. Uh Uh, It plays really slow. Oh, really? I feel like it's really slow. Corey, do you agree with that? That is slow. Yeah, uh, I just feel I mean, like there's Ultimate no. Team, What's that? Ultimate Team is especially slow to start. I, yeah, um, I just feel like there's no speed on any of the players, and like the the acceleration, there's just nothing. You know how to use the uh, the sprint, right? Nope. Left thumbstick. That solves that. Wait. Press it down. Left thumbstick. You actually press the left thumbstick, but the left thumbstick down. Oh, the button. Yeah. Oh. Click it. Okay. Well, that'll probably help with that then. Help a little it'll bit. Give right? a little, it'll give you a little more speed. I don't use it too often, to be honest, because just because you lose all control when you do that. Oh, but sometimes, dear. like to to get a breakaway or something, you need to do it. That's how it is on FIFA. You lose control too. Um, yeah. That being said, I'm with Corey. I'm glad I bought it. It's been two years. I was ready to play hockey again. Yeah. Um, the thing I played most, though, I played quite a bit of live the life which is their be a pro mode yeah uh, i made an offensive defenseman like i always make um you start out you can pick to start in the juniors you can pick to start mm-hmm. in the entry draft or you can pick just to start in the nhl um i i picked entry draft but it still made me play in the juniors yeah you have to play a couple games so you yeah. get a draft position yes so i did that i scored i don't know five six goals had an assist a lot of hits 
Um, so I ended up getting picked second overall by the Carolina Hurricanes, oh. which I was bummed about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what a shitty team to go to. Um, yeah, I, it, it from, I, from what I remember, the last time playing it, it's basically the same thing as it was before. Uh-huh. Um, I played my first game as a Hurricane is a preseason game. I don't remember the team we played, but uh, I think I was minus six or minus wow. seven. Uh, got rocked, and a lot of those I was out of position for. Right. But a lot of them were also some pretty shitty goals. Okay. Where I was, like, in front of the net, and you know how there's the, the button you can block shots with? I was holding that, and it would just, like, go by me. And I was like, well, fuck, man. I couldn't have... I was in the right spot. Right. A couple times also, like, I'd hit a guy, and he just wouldn't lose the puck and wouldn't even bother him, and he'd just wrap it around, and, like, he'd score. And I was getting really pissed off because, like, I was playing fairly well defensively. Step and, up in competition. Yeah, I was just... Yeah, it's a step up. This isn't the Windsor Spitfires anymore. <laughs> no. We're not talking OHL here. No, this is the NHL criminal crop, Eric. <laughs> That's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, one thing they did add is they added... um like interviews so you can answer questions how you want to and it affects how fans feel about you teammates family i like that management that was an nba oh was it yeah so you can be like an asshole player like like alex ovechkin okay if you want to be or you can be real nice like somebody that's really nice Sidney crosby oh my god (laughs) so yeah anyway i I was having fun with the games do take a while which I didn't love the the sim- simulating between shifts is kind of a pain in the balls. Like I, I hate having to wait any more than a second to do anything. Yeah, and the fact that I have to leave the screen, go to a different screen, and then it loads the screen back up. You know, and you have a lot of shifts during a game, yeah. so you know it, it just kind of wears on you. Um, but it is fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy having to play one position and trying to be good defensively and offensively. It, it's it's fun to do. That's why I always like playing the offensive yeah. defenseman in that yeah. that game type. Yeah. It's the most fun to play, definitely. That's been my my easiest place finding offense is playing that mode because, man, I'll tell you what, I think the one game, the one that I actually won, I lost Ultimate Team. I won my online game with the Sabres. Um, I think I got outshot like 33 to 10-ish. Wow. But I scored three goals on those 10 shots, nice. and he only scored once. Miller was making some nice saves. Um, it's all about quality of shots. Oh, well, that's what I said to my buddy Jeff. He's like, damn. I go, well, it's about picking your spots, right? Yeah, yeah. sure. But are you finding that? Yeah, all, I, I generally get outshot, but uh, I generally win, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, like I said, I mean, I, I like it. I'm glad I bought it. I really am happy I bought it because I miss playing hockey. I almost bought last year's like midway through the season just because I miss playing hockey games. Uh-huh. Um, Corey and I are going to start a club like like we I have on FIFA, so uh-huh. that'll be fun to talk about. Nice. Um, I'm going to try and get that started this week. Corey, do you remember what you named your ultimate team? Uh, no. I went with NV Cardinals. <laughs> nice. I think I'm just like plain Sparky or something like that. I think mm-hmm. it's just my Xbox name. Okay. But oh, I, I did like an ultimate team that it starts you off with your favorite team's jerseys. Yeah, and the two NHL players that gave me to start were both Sabers. Oh, really? Shitty ones. But. Uh, Billy Leno. No. Oh, Brian Flynn. Oh, and Kevin Porter. Two rookies Damn, last man. year. Okay. You got boned. Yeah, I did get boned, and then I <laughs> yeah, I also sucks. bought a pack of cards. 
I got a couple of good guys. Nobody earth shattering. I can't even remember who it was, but role players. Yeah, I mean one one of the guy Dan Cleary. It was Dan Cleary. <laughs> Holy shit. That's too funny. Role player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was the best he's, guy. He's I got. a good playoff player. Is he center? Uh I think he plays center. Is he a winger? I, I got a decent yeah. the best player I got was uh, a center and I got Dan Cleary too. <laughs> But I, I think I'll probably get into Ultimate Team, and I'll spend a fuck ton on cards. I just will, uh-huh. and I hate it. Uh-huh. Okay. But what can you do? I do like that they have the the dollar figure on there now instead of the Microsoft points. So oh, now yeah. I see it's oh, it's a dollar something. It's only a fucking buck. Yeah, no biggie. Yeah, ten packs later. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I just bought a lunch. <laughs> yep. But okay. Nah, I like it. If you're into hockey, you like it. Yeah, it was getting a lot of good reviews though, and. uh I'm kind of with Corey. That, I, it doesn't not, feel different. Not to me, from what I remember playing. Not really. Okay. All right. Anything else? Did you play anything else, Eric? Yeah, I did. Uh, the FIFA 14 demo oh. came out. Uh-huh. Also came out Tuesday. I love it. I love it so far. Okay. Uh, it seems like they fixed the first touch problems that uh, we all had in the last game. There was just a lot of issues with uh, the, the players would touch the ball in their their first touch, which was something that they harped on being great in the last, the last game. Yeah, yeah uh, was just not good a lot of times. One thing I'm really interested to see what they did is if they fixed how bad it was to play in the rain. Those games got to the point where it was almost unplayable uh-huh. because they just did such a bad job of keeping control. Like it. These are professional players. Like, right. wouldn't be that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, unless the field was had like inches of water. Yeah. On it. Um, obviously, I don't know about that. Um, I like what they did with the menus. The menu systems are a lot nicer looking, a lot easier to use. Like in game, uh-huh. uh, at halftime, there's a team management window that you don't actually even have to leave the page for, which is really nice. It's just a nice little extra touch that Je- Jeff actually noticed also. Um, the game just, it feels great. The, the movement of the players is really good. Uh-huh. It just feels better overall. Good. So I'm excited. So far, positive thoughts. Oh, great. Fantastic. Two good. more weeks for that. Yeah. Um, I played the Pro Evo demo, which is the other soccer game. I played that, I, I played two games of that before I came over here. It's a lot harder. It's different than FIFA. FIFA's better, in my opinion. I mean, I don't have much experience with Pro Evo, obviously, but FIFA's just a much more fluid game. It uh-huh. just feels much smoother. I don't know. I have to play more Pro Evo before I can really... Because the controls are different. There's a whole set of controls that I don't know how right, to use. Right. You know what I mean? So. Okay. Um, I do like the speed burst button a lot, though. In Pro Evo? Yeah. Because I don't think there's a sprint button, but there's a speed burst that... Is really good if you just got to get that last yep, burst right, to get to by get around somebody. somebody. Yeah. That that's pretty cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think I think that was all I played. Oh, I played more Spelunky. Uh-huh. I'm a Vita. Uh huh. I'm Evita. I like Spelunky. It's randomly generated every time. I'm not really even sure what the hell I'm doing to be honest with you, and I still don't really know. Uh, yeah, you, you just go in these caverns, and I don't know how many levels there is to each cavern. I think I came close to beating one. One level, I don't know. It's really hard. Uh-huh. It kind of reminds me of Rogue Legacy in that oh, respect because okay. it's random. It's really hard. You die a lot, but there's not the upgradable stuff with Rogue Legacy that kept me going back. You know what I mean? Um, I like it. I'm. I don't like it as much as I thought I was going to. Okay. 
but it's fucking hard. It is a nice little handheld game, though. Right. Works nicely with the Vita. I'm interested uh, to see what Corey thinks about it when he does get around to playing it. Huh? But Okay. Yeah. I want to watch, actually, some videos on it just to see, like, what, what am I even doing? Right. <laughs> to get a better idea of how to play. Yeah, I don't know. One of the websites, it's either Kotaku, Polygon, or Destructoid. Somebody puts, like, a Daily Spelunky video up. Oh, okay. So I'm going to start watching those, I think. Uh-huh. Cool. But that's it. All right, what about you, Corey? What do you got for us? Oh. Plethora. Okay. I got a plethora. Uh, I'll start with Alan Wake, which I have cooled off immensely on. Uh-huh. Good. Um, <laughs> I really, It was Will asleep. He may uh, as well be. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> Sorry, you start going. and <laughs> Clean yourself up. <laughs> anyway, uh, Alan Wake really bites the big one okay uh, that, that's not true i was just seeing if i could get a rise out of will um not yeah, tonight Corey. I, I did i, I finally <laughs> beat it oh, hey. oh all right yeah i didn't take long like you guys said the sixth chapter is really short and i pretty much just made a beeline for the end i wasn't fucking around anymore i was tired of it um the ending is really unfulfilling yeah not, it is isn't it now that Not, you mention it, Corey, I don't even remember what happened. Exactly. Nothing. Well, the thing is, is it's very ambiguous. And, like, I'm kind of okay with that as long as, you know, a lot of times, like in movies especially, there's, like, an A plot and a B plot. And, like, they'll, you know, one of the plots will make sense, and that's very satisfying because you understand it and you can comprehend it. And the other one, they, like, they throw something a little extra at it. And, you know, that's the thing that they leave kind of ambiguous and open-ended. And you're like, well, I wonder if this is this, this, and this. And you can have that interesting conversation about it. And Alan Wake, the way it ends is it ties up literally nothing. Yeah. I don't like You really that. don't know what happens at the end. Yeah, now, and... that, now that you're talking about it, I do remember that. And I, my buddy Jeff's a huge fan of that game. And I told him afterwards, I was like, dude, I don't know. Like, can you explain to me what happened? I bet you he couldn't. No, he couldn't. Yeah. I don't I don't feel like very many people can. There's some theories out there that are like, all right, that's kind of interesting, but like there's not enough evidence to yeah. back up any of them. And and that's what they said um the developers is it's like, well, it's supposed to be kind of open-ended. And again, like I said, that's fine as long as there's something for me to be like, okay, you know, we reached this conclusion yeah. and I'm... there's this other thing that's really compelling. But at this point it's just like what the fuck just what did I just spend the last 10 hours playing kind yeah. of a cop out in that game yeah i think yeah. i think open-ended is fine in in an hour and a half or two hour movie um, but if you're investing that much time into a video game i like to have some closure especially it's, when that was really the only thing that game had going for it yeah it's, it's that story yeah i totally agree okay um so yeah i'm not, not too big on alan wake i'll be honest but it is uh probably one of the first AAA games i've beaten that's on my list right no. You've beaten a lot of games. There's some well, I've beaten A's. a lot, but I think that's like the first AAA one, right? I don't know. I'm calling which, it up which right now. That's kind of why I did it. I got to be honest. I'm really happy that you didn't like this game that much either. Just because I felt like I was the only person that I knew that didn't really care for that game. Yeah, no, man. I'm with I'm with you. Yeah, I guess you're right. There wasn't really any big title. Uh, was Alan Wake even a AAA title, though? Yeah. Was yeah. it? Yeah, it's Remedy. Yeah, but... What do you mean, yeah? You've left us wanting was... more, Corey. That game was AAA. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't think at launch it was AAA. That's bullshit. You guys are wrong. 
I mean, I'm not knocking you for not having beaten a triple Remedy is a triple A developer. Yeah. Thank you, Will. I, they are. I agree with that. But. That means And that a was a triple A game. game. It was highly anticipated. Got a lot of press. I don't know what more you want. Was it highly anticipated? Yeah. Yeah. It was. I don't recall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was before thumbstick athletes were a thing. Well, yeah. So, yeah, both. yeah. so ignorant. <laughs> well, You're go back ig- to sleep, would you? You're ignorant. Ignorant sieves. Please, I'd love to. Y'all being ignorant. That's ignorant. You're That's ignorant. ignorant. He's just being ignorant. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I played a couple games on my iPhone just briefly, one of them being Sprinkle Islands, which I got because... Um, which you probably beat. Kotaku's Money Saver. No. Kotaku's Money Saver uh, pointed out that it was free for a brief period of time. And I always check those out and uh, download them if I'm looking for a new game to play. So I got that. You play a fire truck whose job is... It's a 2D platformer. It's not really a platformer. 2D... Uh, I don't know what you'd call it. The levels are built like platformers, but you're this big fire truck with a tower attached to it and a hose, and your job is to put out fires. Uh, there's a little bit of puzzles to it. It's kind of a silly little game, fun, but it's like a dollar mobile game. Uh-huh. I was just, just kind of okay with it. At first I was like, this is stupid, but it got to a point where the puzzles got a little more complex and there's a little bit more going on. Better than a... Roller Coaster Tycoon, you think, Corey? You only have a limited amount of water, so don't you have to... Own. You have to judge, um, and sometimes it takes more than one playthrough to figure it out, but you have to judge how much water you can use in certain areas. Uh, a lot of it has to do with water pressure and like making sure you build up enough pressure in a certain spot to be able to overcome a wall or something to get to the next spot. So it is kind of interesting, but um, if, you, if you have to spend money on it, I wouldn't get it. There's a lot more better free games out there. Mm-hmm. The other one I played is this game called Waking Mars, which is normally like a six or seven dollar game, I think. And I got it for a dollar ninety nine. Again, thanks to Kotaku's Money Saver. You play a astronaut exploring the Martian uh, surface and uh, subsurface. And uh, this is another one where there's kind of a lot going on. But um, essentially, what you're doing is you're discovering Martian plant life and uh, redistributing that plant life to be able to move on through the level. So you discover uh, certain plants that shoot out these seeds um, and each plant shoots out a different kind of seed and you're finding fertile areas within this cavern that you're in um, to plant these seeds and once you get a certain amount of biomass you can advance to the next level in the cave. It's kind of a lot to explain for such a small little mobile game so I won't get too much into it. But it is it is a good amount of fun, especially on the iPhone, because it's it's kind of like one of those indie PC games, but it plays well on the iPhone. Uh-huh. And I think that's it. Oh, I played Brothers. Um, oh, Two Sons. Yeah, the game's pretty awesome. Okay, that's one I, like I really want. Yeah, I, I I like it a lot. Um, playing it on PC with an Xbox controller. Um. One analog stick controls one brother, the other controls another. So all it is is moving the brothers around and using the interact buttons, which are the respective triggers. So, you know, the right trigger is the interact button for one brother and the left trigger is the interact interact uh, button for the other brother. But I had heard that this game was developed by somebody who was big into theater and acting. Uh, at least one of the creative directors was. And it makes total sense. And one of the things this game does better than any other game I've ever seen is the idea of 
um, building character development by showing us rather than telling us. Uh, some of the games that are best at character development are RPGs, but a lot of times in RPGs, uh, we're learning about characters and, and finding out about their personalities based on what they say rather than what they do. And I'm only kind of nerding out about this because my major was screenwriting. Right. Um, and one of the things they, you know, really emphasized was that you want your characters to show rather than tell. Well, yeah. Uh, because that's that's how emotion is expressed a lot of times in real life, through, you know, through actions, yeah, right. rather than rather than saying I'm a very sad person, yeah. you know, like, um, and this game is really really good at that because because and I think uh, you know Eric kind of knocked the gibberish a little bit, and I can understand why that would get a little bit no- annoying, um, but one of the things is it does is it takes away the characters' abilities to articulate their feelings. And, and instead, how they accomplish that is through their actions. So you can go up to certain characters and things and objects in the world and interact with each brother, and each brother will interact with it in a different way. Just for a quick example, um, very early on in the game, there's a bird cage, and you know if you take the older brother up to it and interact with it, he'll like look in the cage and like you know scratch the side or whatever, and like try and talk to the bird or something stupid. The younger brother, who's a little bit out there, um, just goes up and opens the cage and lets the bird out. Huh. Okay. Couldn't they have just left the gibberish shit out? Uh, you mean, like, have no language at all? I don't know. Yeah, something. I don't know. I just hate that. I don't know. It's probably a nice touch to have it. Well, maybe <laughs> you should play it and find out, Will. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric. I don't hate on everything. Me Besides either. Call of Duty and Madden. Okay. Yeah, get into it. Get into it. <laughs> anyway, okay. It's it's a really charming game, and I've I haven't played that far, but I've heard you can beat it in like three and a half hours. Yeah, that's uh, what the uh, how long the beat was. Yeah, I, I maybe played an hour of it, and like I don't want to spoil it because I think I really think this is the game this year that everyone should just try for themselves and experience. Okay. Because it is very very magical. Uh, is is kind of fruity as that sounds it's a it's, it's a magical game well and we'll, there's like i mean there's just so much character in such little amount of time and like i said i feel like that's really accomplished by just the characters interactions which is an amazing thing to see i can't think of another game that does it as well as this game does i don't know if you guys can but i haven't played it so i can't comment on that it's 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 so far so good two thumbs up for me anyway will will offered to buy me a, a steam game for my birthday so that's what it could be will yeah i'll get your brothers yeah that works yeah uh ryan and iowa says that it gets dark and creepy at times i've heard that it gets pretty pretty dark um, okay. which i'm fine with i'm yeah. ready for it yeah that's it's, fine. it's a good emotional adventure cool i'm tired of you two grinning and snickering and no, we're laughing. Oh, at the we're chat. laughing at Jake saying that Will's balls are dropping. <laughs> Is it because I'm like tired and cranky? But I feel like ninety percent of the time you guys look at each other and and giggle is because of something I'm saying. Oh yeah, ninety percent. Yeah. Yeah. Cora, I'm on your side today. I'm making fun of. No, Eric. actually, what he Will looked at me a few minutes ago and mimicked that you were talking too much and pointed at the, your screen so he's not on your side that's not true don't eric. let him fool you Corey. eric's making it up he's just mad at me today that's uh, fine at least i have something to provide <laughs> <laughs> did you play anything else Corey? Uh, no that's it okay i'm done um 
I I'll go last. The only other thing I played other than Rayman this week was was more Crusader Kings. I'm not really going to talk about it. I'm in the early 1200s. I have like 200 more years to go. At this point, I just want to get it done and over with and play something different. Um, I'm I'm going to muscle through it. Hopefully, I have it beaten by next week. But who knows? But I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Yeah, I really. I have, quick, I have a quick question for you. Go ahead. Uh, playing as Iceland uh-huh. to start bad idea. Yes. Okay. Uh, because they're part of Norway at the beginning, or maybe uh, they're a petty kingdom, right? Yeah, I think they're on their own. Okay, but they'll quickly be taken over by Norway. Not if I fend them off. Uh, you're not going to fend off Norway with Iceland because it's it doesn't it it's only got like two or what? If you're the whole kingdom, you've got like four cities, so you're not going to be able to get a lot of troops or anything like that. So but it's Norway. you won't be able to fight anybody off. Sounds like a challenge. But you could try it. I did try it one time. But I got taken over really quickly. Uh, but if you you know if you're willing to be a like a vassal of Norway, it's no big deal. Okay, I you know I just I, I I went to the wiki and they have like a starter's guide and they said like you suggested you know starting with Ireland or something yeah. like that. Um, but they also suggested like it's not as good of an idea. But if you want to kind of play it safe, you can be Iceland. Yeah, because they're not you know they're not easily invaded by anyone else really. Right. So, but you also have no nothing to conquer, right? Yeah. Exactly. You can you can kind of hang out on your own up there, but I I mean I as as Britain took over Iceland not that long ago. Do you have the so. expansions, the DLC? Yeah, I have everything. Oh, okay. I thought the the thing I bought included that, but I guess it doesn't. No, but they're all cheap. You and they they go on sale a lot, so you can buy them all. For, I think I got all the Crusader Kings two DLC for like ten bucks. And that's that's everything. So yeah, uh, I I still am liking it, but it's kind of love hate at this point, uh, mostly because I'm sick of this game beating me. And I just want to beat it and move <laughs> on to something else. So uh, do we want to get right into feedback and do our feedback and roundtable? Sure. Okay, rather than taking a break. Yeah, Let's do it. Okay. All right, let me call up the feedback real quick. Oh, you know what? We have a voicemail too. Let me play that first. I should have gotten it ready during the last break, but what can you do? So- Okay, Dan, I forgive you. I won't let it happen again, I promise. It's no biggie. Well, did you play anything or no? Diablo. All right. That I beat. All right. Triple A title. That's a triple A title. I don't know if you guys want to argue that. I don't. I won't argue that for Diablo. Maybe Alan Wake I would I would argue it, but <laughs> I'll argue all of you to the death that Alan Wake's a triple A title. We know. Okay. Here is the voicemail. Hello, Corey said. Here we go. <coughs> hey guys, Idaho Jake here. Uh couple things I wanted to ask. Uh if you had twenty four hours to live, what current or next-gen game would you want to play? Uh, also, um, if I play Skyrim, beat Alduin, and joined and beat one of the Stormcloaks or Imperials, I also beat also beat Dawnguard, and Dragonborn reach level 80 and beat the Ebony Knight, would that be considered beating Skyrim? 
because that's what I'm shooting for until February of next year. Also, uh, I heard Dragon Age is going to be more like Skyrim and Witcher 3, big, huge open world. And I also heard that uh, you can switch fighting styles from hack and slash to point and click, kind of like you did on the first one, which I think is pretty interesting. And uh, not to forget, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, dear Dan. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, dear Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, you guys didn't watch that video? Um, Oh my god, it was hilarious. Um, Corey, where did you dig that up? It's it's a little trick I learned. Uh, all you do is go to YouTube and type in "Happy Birthday" and the yeah. name of the person, and, and and it'll come up with someone singing "Happy Birthday" to whoever that person is. There's bound to be something hilarious. Okay, that was really funny because it was uh, it was like an international video <laughs> of 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 some you know people singing and like it's all it almost looks like it's like south america or something like uh-huh. in some place in south america and it's uh it's it's very generic it's almost like they they plug in whoever else you know whoever else's name that they wanted to make it for but yeah. oh my god it was so funny it was really good i like to think that our international listeners got together and made that for me but you should <laughs> Over watch it. in the ivory it's, coast yeah yeah exactly it's it's really funny um Oh, okay. Uh, first, twenty four hours to live. What current or next gen game or system would you want to spend spend your time playing in twenty four hours? FIFA fourteen. FIFA fourteen. Yep. Okay. That's uh, the only game that I think could question that is probably Titanfall. That you want to go down playing? Yeah. Just because okay. I want to see what it's like. Yeah. Okay. Well. Mm, the new Mario Party. New Mario Party. I'd say. <laughs> Will, you're in a mood tonight. <laughs> he is in a fucking mood. <laughs> I'm serious. I really want to oh, play it. Okay. Right. Corey? Um, probably one of the new uh, porn games for the Oculus Rift. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, nice. That's a good That's a good call. Yeah. I think that's going to be a game changer, the Oculus Rift. <laughs> uh, I can't even deal with these two anymore. Right. <laughs> Hey, I thought my answer was a lot better than Will's. It was, but then you started giggling and I got pissed <laughs> off. If I had to go with a game, I, I'm going to say EverQuest next or oh, Destiny. Yeah. yeah. Um, like Destiny it. is the, 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 the game that I kind of know a lot about that, that I'm most looking forward to playing. I would, ha- I would definitely have to go with something next gen, only because I haven't played it yet, and I probably would want to spend my time playing something that I hadn't played yet. So I, I would go Destiny. Um, but EverQuest Next has the potential to be really amazing from the stuff that I've seen so far. So that that would probably be my other choice. Um, because, like I said, I would want to play something I haven't played before. Yeah, the chat brings up something interesting, Dan. Um, Guild Wars 2. Right. What, are you considering going back for the World vs. World stuff? I'll probably, yeah. I to ask that. I'll definitely, I'll definitely play it again at some point. Um for the the PVP seasons? Oh, I don't think so. No, no, that that kind of stuff keeps me away because people get way too serious about it. You know, um, I, I most likely I, I like to go in there and have fun, but when when people start you know giving you shit because you didn't uh, 
you didn't uh, revive them when you were trying to fight off a bunch of other people or stuff like that. Like, that just bugs me, you know? Or that one guy who's yelling at all the, like, the new players in World Yeah, World. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that, that stuff bugs me. Um, there's just no reason for it. So I probably will stay away from that, but I will play more mm. Guild Wars at some point. Especially if they come out with an expansion. I'll definitely want to play that. Um, oh, good lord. I think Ryan's right. He gave me shit for picking FIFA, and he's right. That was a cop-out. I'm going to pick Titanfall. There you go. Titanfall it is, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little wall-running combat. Oh, shit. Jake brings up a good one. Witcher 3. That game looks amazing. I, yeah. I'm with I'm with you on that, Jake. Uh, Witcher 3. I keep saying this, but maybe that might be the next generation game that is one that uh i totally forgot about witcher 3 i I never think about it either um because i i felt like it was supposed to come out this fall but it's a game that potentially could be like one of the best ever made from from what i've seen about it so far i just want to carry big dead animal heads with me well yeah and and and, like real life and slaughter wild beasts and you know slay women slay women children in in the bedroom uh, not, I don't want to slay children in the bedroom. But well, slay no, women. not in the bedroom. <laughs> right. But killing children. Yeah. Something that you couldn't do in Fable, unfortunately. You could give them a severe beating, but you couldn't uh, you could Blister kill them. their ass. Yeah. Slay them. So, yeah. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm going to stick to... Uh, st- I'm going to stick to either EverQuest Next or... Um, Destiny. When's some so, info about EverQuest Next supposed to be coming out? There was a big press conference at the beginning of August that had everything so far, but other than that, there hasn't been Nothing. anything else. So, but everyone that's like experienced it really thinks it's pretty good. So, we'll see. Cool. Um, Witcher three, though, yeah, I'm with Jacob. That that could easily be a choice of mine. It seems awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, what was the other thing? Oh, the Skyrim stuff. I would say you probably beat Skyrim at that point. You accomplished a lot more than really the Skyrim story. You could probably you, yeah. Beat. I was gonna say, what do you mean probably? I think you could do one of those things and it would count as beating it yeah. because because that's a lot of hours, a lot of hours. Uh, level eighty alone um, without cheating is a very hard task to do. Oh yeah. So that's uh yeah. Well done, Jake. Did, did he it, say he did that or he's aiming to do that by February? By February. Oh, I but, think that's when he said he's going to oh, get his PS4. That's his goal. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's a tall yeah. Task. That that is a tall task. That's a lot of hours. But you know, it's a, it's Skyrim. It'll it'll be fun all that time. Fuck yeah, so. I will. Actually, uh, I'll get back I had a couple people point. approach me about the Elder Lore podcast that I talked about mm. uh-huh. uh, a couple episodes ago. Um, for people that are really into Skyrim, so. If you're really into Skyrim like Jake is, uh, it's a good companion podcast to listen to while you play. And maybe get excited for Elder Scrolls Online, too, right? Eh. Just get excited about Elder Scrolls in general. Yeah, yeah. it's a good single-player game. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really more of a personal feel game than anything else. That's what it's best at. One, one that I want to get, personally, I want to get back into it. Okay. All right. Feedback. Uh, this is from Ryan and Iowa who says, Hey, fellas, I got a handful of things this time around. If you want to break them apart and dissect them up, go for it. 
Uh, number one, sports stuff. I hope everyone had the Bears and Jets pulling off the upsets. Aside from the Bears winning, I put a few dollars down on the Bills against the spread since the Pats were favored by like nine or ten or something uh, crazy. By the way, I saw that and couldn't believe how big that spread was. So the, that was a good move, especially for the first week when you and don't really home? yeah when you don't really know how the season's yeah, going to go. That's stupid. That's nutty. Um, so there's your consolation prize, Eric. Your bills won me some money. Hopefully by this time in the podcast, Eric has yelled uh, some about the game, calmed down, and talked about how good EJ and Fred looked. Uh, yelled some more about the last drive by the Pats, and now yells some more. Uh, now knowing that Shane Vereen and Dam- Danny Amendola did their damage against the Bills D uh, when they are both very badly hurt. But in all honesty, Eric, uh, Mike in Minnesota and I always love your yelling about the Bills. Keep it up, and once you guys win a game, uh, find something to yell about as well, which hopefully will be this week, right? Bengals, you said? Panthers. Panthers. You should win that at home. The Bengals is the next game you're going to. Right. Okay. I'm out of yelling at that fucking team. (laughs) Right. I really am. Yeah. You You just shrug. Like I said, you see it coming a mile away. You just shrug. Yeah. Well, like you said, giving uh, Brady the ball with that much time, it's disaster written all over it. What do you expect? Right. I heard they were going no huddle with five minutes left. I talked. You can listen to the episode, but I talked about this earlier. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Also, I plan on giving Dan his birthday present this Sunday. uh, A lose in the fantasy league. I didn't realize we were playing this week. I played Billy's team. I played Ronnie this past week. Okay. Uh, I pulled it out at at the end with the uh, Texans game because I had Owen Daniels, who had a pretty good game. So, you know what happened to me. I didn't play Julius Thomas. I had uh, Aaron Hernandez still in, and I forgot to sign. <laughs> That's and a I, joke. Yeah, you, deser- lost, you deserve that. I yep. lost 27 points. And uh, I lost by, like, two or three. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so. painful. Okay. Well, we m- Yeah, make sure your team's set up, because tomorrow, who's tomorrow night? Tomorrow night's game. Uh, you know? Patriots-Jets. Oh, okay. Just being an idiot. This is Thursday night football. It's stupid. I don't like uh, it either. You know, I'm kind of with you on that. Much as I like football, I don't like it either. I, whatever happened to like Sunday, Sunday football? Sunday, Sunday Monday, Monday night. Yeah, yeah. I don't even like the two games on Monday. I like no, one, I don't either. One game on Monday. Same here. I enjoy so. a Saturday football day. It's too much. Well, college, it's football. college football, though. Yeah. NFL. Uh, speaking of which, will there be a fantasy hockey league for us listeners to do with you all? I'm sure. I'm for sure down, and I remember Eric being pumped for it. Uh, maybe this time Corey can actually attend the draft instead of being uh, being a poetry reading at a hip be at a poetry reading at a hipster coffee shop wherever his girl dragged him into that night. Couples wine tasting, maybe. Uh, finally, in case anyone has forgotten, the NHL does start in less than a month. The first game will be on NBC, I believe, and my guys from Chi Town. Uh, Johnny, Patty, and Corey will be putting a beat down on everyone's least favorite Russian goon and, <laughs> and the rest of the Spagooter Capitals. I'm damn pumped for it. Here's a good article that you might want to skim about all the off-season moves by each team. I highly recommend it for you fellas and whoever likes hockey, listener-wise. Uh, which It's a CBS Sports article. We'll try and post it on our Twitter. I, I already know what the Sabres did. We brought in Henrik Tolinder. Oh, Tolinder. <laughs> Great move. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, moving on. Oh, two. Okay, moving on. I haven't seen Will on Xbox Live lately to ask him about this, but I finally saw some demo gameplay of this new game from Telltale Games called Fables, The Wolf Among Us. It looks great and similar to The Walking Dead, but darker and a better fighting system. The idea of the game is very similar to the TV show Grimm. Fairy tale characters hiding from real human world, and you play as a big bad wolf who is now, uh, who now is trying to turn his life around and police... Uh, 
and police all the fairy tale characters. I highly suggest te- checking it out, especially if you like me and Will and love the Walking Dead game. I want to get pumped about it coming out on uh, in the mid- middle of October, which is much sooner than I initially thought. Yeah, it's it's getting here pretty fast. Yes, it certainly is. Uh, but I would like to hear Will's thoughts about it and maybe fill in with whatever I forgot to say about it. But to the other fellas to pique their, their interest in it. Uh, number three, I hope there's a roundtable discussion about the issue with the Metal Gear Solid 5. Uh, quiet? 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 Quiet. Is that, that, is that her name? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, this new female character. The idea is they had her lose the body armor and camo army gear so more women would be inclined to cosplay her in real life. She now looks like a dead or alive beach volleyball sex symbol type of, type of girl. Here is mm. an article. Uh, I hope this sparks a discussion, especially with Dan, who is a big pro pro females and games type of gamer. I really like a little sexy. Uh, whoa! I really like a little sexy and sex appeal in video games, but this just seems unnecessary and just out of place in the Metal Gear Solid world. And it comes off as bad narrative: a tall, slender girl in a little bikini top, uh, and legs. Little bikini top and legs for days uh, would never work as an army officer or army soldier. It just seemed forced, and I think it was the director of the game that said that cosplay thing was the big reason for the change, and the other reason was for a more appealing action figure, especially in Japan. Uh, there are some of my thoughts, and hope to hear your thoughts and opinions. Finally, Will said something in the last episode about his roundtable coming up for dream characters for the new Super Smash Brothers. The only one I could think of uh, that follows the idea of cartoony-like characters would work well in that world was Spyro, the big purple dragon, uh, which is a great idea. I never yeah, thought I never about that. I actually have a couple, but we'll we'll probably talk about that next week. Yeah. Right? Okay. One of these weeks. <laughs> One of these weeks. <laughs> I've teased it's, it for it, like four weeks. Well, that's a, I mean, it's really late at this point, and we're not we're not quite done yet. Yeah, so I'm cranky. <laughs> you are cranky. Uh, not sure if there is someone like a Pokemon and that Charizard dude in the game already, since I haven't played it since the original Nintendo 64 game. But the idea of a huge dragon and being kind of slow but powerful just sounded like a nice addition hope to hear more chat about that new smash brothers and maybe more some more back and forth from Corey and eric and Corey about the care which characters suck and which are awesome thanks for letting me talk your ears off and i hope most of it sparks some good discussions also i hope to make it to the chat later and maybe swap recommendations between eric and i since on the last episode eric said that's about all he does these days aside from video games uh thanks fellas ryan and iowa Oh, swap recommended, swap recommended podcasts. Mm, yeah. So, uh, well, let's go back. Uh, Fables, The Wolf Among Us. That sounds like an awesome, awesome idea for a game. Yeah, I've, I seen, I've seen Grimm, too, okay. a little bit. So, yeah, I'm familiar with that concept and idea. I don't think we covered that at all, did we, in no, our Fall Games preview? We didn't, I don't think. Huh. I, don't, I don't know a real lot about it, but... I think I saw it on the list of... Um, not scheduled releases for this fall. Uh huh. Um, but it really—I mean—it sounds like a cool idea, yeah. especially if it plays like Fable. Um, mm, Walking Dead. It's gonna play like yeah, The Walking Dead. Oh, I thought it was Fable. Well, it's it, it, oh, it's called Fables: Fable. The yeah. Wolf Among Us. Yeah. I see. Okay, but it's oh, gonna—it's gonna, it's gonna cool. play like uh, The Walking Dead. That's cool. That—that's that, an interesting. Yeah. Look, I mean, from thing. what I've seen, it looks—it's gonna be pretty cool. Okay. And Telltale did a good job with that style of game, right? That I mean, that was by far their most successful. Yeah, the other franchise stuff was horrible, right? <laughs> Putrid. Okay, uh, do we want to talk about the new Metal Gear Solid Five character? You want to do roundtable yeah. on that, or yeah, we can we can we can get into it a little bit. Um, yeah, uh, like my whole opinion of it, like 
I don't know. I just kind of shrug my shoulders. Um, it's Japan. They're a much different culture than we are. I really like, I don't know. It's kind of frustrating the whole, uh, you know, not to put sex in video games. It's everywhere else. So it's going to make its way into video games. You know, I, I understand the frustration with over-sexualization. That's fine. Um, but at the same time, like I said, it's, it's Japan. I don't know. Sex sells. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think it's going to hurt sales of Metal Gear Solid Five to have a, a good-looking, half-naked woman in it. Um, <laughs> At the same time, he's right. It he's right. Fit in that no, world. No, it's, it's silly. It's silly. Yeah. Uh, and and even some people in like uh, uh, discussions that I were re- that I was reading about the game say maybe that it really does serve a purpose for the character, like because she's supposedly a sniper. That maybe swapping in and in and out of different armor sets that that's her like natural clothing, so she can whatever you know you know put on different different camouflages uh more easily i'm like I don't, well i don't know if that's the case but, but if if the real reason is because of cosplay and selling action figures that's like, silly but that's I japan mean, yeah you can't blame them for wanting to make money right that's that's their their i mean they, they're the whole the ones that have the 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 love of the schoolgirl outfits you know like you know, who could well, blame I, it's awesome don't get me wrong but you it know, just doesn't that's, fit. that's their thing yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I so. would agree with that, but at the same time, I don't take issue with anything anymore. No, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah. So just just to give a little bit of the the whole story here, I can't remember if it was Kojima or what, but one of the creative directors um, originally tweeted or in an interview or something said that he wanted to make characters his characters more quote unquote erotic yeah. um, to encourage cosplay. Which I mean, I mean, I'm I, I'm of the mind that the creative forces behind whatever creative endeavor are entitled to whatever create creative whatever they want. Yeah, you know, it, yep. it's their creation. Whatever they want, like if I'm pe- okay with. If people really don't like it, then they won't buy the game. You know, exactly. Yep. And and it's just because it's video games, um, and it's a quote unquote mainstream media. It's subject to a little bit more criticism than like as if if it were a painting or something like that right um but i'm i'm still of the mind that you know somebody's creative whatever is their creative whatever and they can do whatever the fuck they want to it yeah um that said he said that and then we started to see these images come out of this quiet character who is very scantily clad she's a sniper um so he said that first, and then we saw these images, and then he came out and said, no, there's a very good reason for why she's dressed that way. Right. You're, you're all going to feel really bad once you find out what that reason is for complaining about it. Which is why, um, which is why I saw people on, on for, not forums, but you know, in message boards speculating on maybe, maybe it's because that's her normal outfit to swap in and out of different types of camo. That's what some sure. people were speculating. But Yeah. It, it totally could be. I, I feel like if that were the case, he probably shouldn't have come out and said, you know, I'm doing this to encourage cos. I'm, I'm making more erotic <laughs> characters to encourage cosplay. Right. Uh, that's kind of unfortunate. Um, but I, I don't know. Like I said, like I'm of the mind. You know, these are these are cre- these are creative projects of very creative people. Um, Kojima is a very respected individual yeah. in gaming and you know especially in japan um should be able to do whatever he wants i don't i don't think a scantily clad woman um 
I guess I guess having a scantily clad woman for the sake of having a scantily clad woman isn't necessarily a very good reason. And I think it was all in the messaging uh, that caused the problem. I think, like I said, like if he didn't lead by saying, "I want more eroticism to encourage cosplay," there'd be less of an issue. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if eroticism even necessarily encourages cosplay, you know? Well, at first he said eroticism, and then he ran that back and said, no, 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 I meant sexy, more sexy characters to encourage cosplay. And I'm like... I don't even know if that does it, you know? Something might have been lost in the translation there. I don't really know. Could be. Um, Because I I think of, like, a a female shepherd, which is a very popular cosplay. There's not really anything sexy about female shepherd uh, in full body armor. You know, but yeah. that but that's a really popular one. So, yeah, I'm kind of hoping. Mean, I, I'm kind of kind of hoping that's not the reason. Yeah, uh, I I really I really don't know. I guess we'll find out what the reason is. They could always retroactively insert a reason why she's scantily clad, <laughs> if, right? If it Cover their ass, it. right? Okay. You know, to to protect some reputations, but. We'll see. It's kind of an unfortunate thing. Dan, I think you're right. The The cultural differences between the United States and Japan are huge. very huge. Um, whereas something like that would be respected in Japan. I don't know. I'm not Japanese, nor have I ever spent any time in Japan. Um, but it feels like most of the complaints have come out of the West. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and it's usually about Japanese games. I mean, the whole Dragon's Crown thing. That's a Japanese game, too. Um you know, not not that this is solely a Japanese thing. You know, it certainly happens with American games and American game company companies. But you know, it's it's Western people complaining about a Japanese game that's got sure. o- over sex- overly sexualized characters. I feel like I just Dragon's yeah. Crown especially caught the ire of people. You know, for whatever reason, we we just need to get over ourselves a little bit, and you know, get let over the creators everything. create. Yeah, and you know, if if you like, I said, if you have a problem with it, just don't don't buy it. That's that's yeah. the best thing you can do is just ignore it. You know, and and and, and I'm of the mind if you don't like it, you're more than welcome to complain about it. Yeah. That doesn't bother me either. Right. You make your opinion known. You know, start angry message boards, whatever. But like, I don't feel like you should be of the mind that it this just, is wrong and shouldn't be created. Yeah, it's it, one it, thing to complain about it; it's another to be like. This should have never been made. This there, is there should, there should be no artificial controls on it. No censorship. Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. So that, that censorship. You can voice your dis- distaste for it, but you can't censor it. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think we're all pretty much in agreement on that always. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, this, yep. this conversation isn't meant for us because yeah. we're, we're, we're pretty we're, easy in that regard. And we're dudes. I mean, yeah. I, I, honestly, I don't think that has much to do with it. No, I wouldn't buy that game. That her being dressed scantily wouldn't have any effect on me buying that game. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I, I'm gonna get it no matter what. Whether when I can turn on the internet and watch you porn. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the game whether she's wearing a bikini or, a or whether sack. she's wearing a heat yeah, potato sack or uh body armor. I don't care. It, it and makes in that no same difference. regard, I'd I'd buy the fucking game if Solid Snake was in a speedo the whole time. A man you know, like I don't. <laughs> there was that that picture someone drew of metal, <laughs> yeah, metal Snake and like uh, lingerie. Yeah, it was yeah, funny. I mean, if if they're trying to make him sexy, like okay, I'll still play the game. It's not going to upset me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't want to get into the whole gender thing because neither do I. 
it's it's a very sensitive subject for a lot of people, and I, I would don't really want to offend anybody, but we're, we're certainly a very easygoing crew in that regard. So yeah, we kind of take the whatever whatever floats your boat approach. The Adam Carolla. Thanks. If it doesn't affect me or my family, I don't give a shit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Okay. Uh, well, that's it for feedback. So thank you for feedback, uh, Idaho Jake and Ryan in Iowa. Can uh, I just give him a podcast suggestion? Yeah, definitely. Well, I can't get, I, Ryan, I don't know if you were here. I can't log into the chat because I seem to have f- forgotten my password. But uh, my favorite, honestly, I think my favorite podcast is This American Life. Good. I fucking love that podcast. Oh, that goes well with your veganism. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. Thank you, Corey. Uh, I just no, like how they, they talk about nothing, like just stuff that you wouldn't think would be interesting and they yeah. make it really interesting. That's how Radio Lab is too. Have okay. you ever listened to Radio Lab? No, I haven't. That's I really that really well done too. It's right. a it's a, it's a radio show that's like turned into a podcast. Oh, okay. They're they're not actual podcasts. They're This American Life is a TV show too, right? It was. It was. Yeah, it started okay. off as uh NPR. Yeah, radio it's a, show it's on a, it's an NPR radio show. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I so, agree with you. Those are those are both really good. That one, uh, for political stuff we've talked about before, Dan Carlin, Common Sense, yep. I love. Adam Carolla, Joe Rogan, sometimes yes, sometimes no. If yeah. if he's got, like, a deep thinker on where they're high, it's great. Right. <laughs> if he's got an MMA fighter on, I hate it. Yeah. Or a lot of times, even if he has a comedian on, I don't like it. Really, so with him, it really depends on who it is. Uh-huh. Um, the Adam and Drew show is good, too. So that's mostly what I listen to. Okay. All right. Anything else? That's it for feedback, right? I think I covered. We covered everything that was in Ryan's feedback. Was uh, podcast the last thing? That wasn't the last thing. That yeah, was the yeah, very was. end. Yeah, yeah, that was the very last. No, it was. Thing. Uh, it was. He was asking about Will's roundtable with the the um, Smash Brothers coming next week. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be super late like like it is now. Uh, well, all right. uh, well, I'm really sorry you couldn't be here tonight. I know it's a shame. Do we have, we have any <laughs> roundtables? Um, yeah, I, I saw stupid one. An interesting thing on Kotaku. I seem to have deleted it. Here, let me just get back to it. Sure. Um, it was he was playing um, Amnesia. Oh, okay. The writer of this article. Oh, I know what one you're talking Kirk about. Kirk Hamilton. Okay. He wrote this article. The moment you stopped playing a game forever. And he asks people to write what the game was why, and, why. and why they stopped playing it and like what their reaction oh, was. Oh, I bet that's that's good stuff. Yeah, so for him it was... He didn't stop playing it, but he said there were plenty of moments in the game where there was like a door he had to open. Yeah. Where he almost just said, oh, fuck it, I don't want to play it anymore. Yeah. So I was just wondering, like... He said it didn't necessarily for you have to write something. It didn't have to be scary. Is there any time you remember? Like, what was your Assassin's Creed three moment? Oh, okay. It was a uh, it was a mission where I had to follow these people c- closely and listen to their conversation. I remember that mission. And the controls were so bad, I kept getting <laughs> stuck behind people, stuck behind walls, or you know, and then yeah. you'd free yourself, but your character would run and and get too close to the things and get discovered. Yeah. And that was the mission that I was like. F this, I'm not playing this game anymore. I'm done, and I sold the game, and I sold my Xbox. Yeah. But that's, it, it was, there was a few of those, and I had done some of the other ones In the fine. same game. Yeah, in the same, there was a few of those, you know, where you have to tail and listen to a conversation. Um, this, it was, I don't know if it was halfway through the game, probably about a third of the way through the game. 
and yeah, I just the controls were just so bad I couldn't yeah. I couldn't continue it anymore, um, and I didn't. I mean, I wasn't good at it, but I didn't want to get better, you know. Yeah. So, do that was it for me. Corey and Will, do you guys have any game where there was just a moment where you're like, oh fuck this game? Oh, I'm sure. I have to think one sec. That uh, Alan Wake, probably the third chapter, when I went into the woods for the nine millionth time. <laughs> yes. I was kind of like, fuck this game. <laughs> I love but, Corey uh... shitting on Alan Wake, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, and I guess at the very end, of Alan Wake. In that regard, I was just like, "Well, fuck this game." I, I yeah. don't know why I did this. I kind of got the same to the same point with going in the woods, Corey. I think I talked about that when I played it, but it was just tedious yeah. and repetitive. Great and, game. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad I, you I, enjoyed I, it, I, Will. I can't imagine Will has a compelling argument for why right now. But. <laughs> um, I the only game that came to mind for me was the first Bioshock. The first time I played it, and it was fairly early in the game, uh, I just got scared. I think it was, is there a dentist office or like a surgeon Yeah, you have to go find uh-huh. early on? All right, I was walking around in that building, and just like all the noises that were going on and the giggling and the music yeah. and just the atmosphere of it, I was like, you know what? And I had the lights off, and I was by myself, Pretty and it freaky. was the middle of the night, and I was like, we're going to go ahead and put this one on the back <laughs> burner. And then I went back to it. This year. Uh Uh-huh. So, that was the one for me. But I just thought that was kind of cool. I I didn't look at any of the the comments. I'm I'm going to read that that like after we get done, because it's probably pretty interesting. I'm just looking. There's a Half-Life 2, Bioshock, Mass Effect 3, Uncharted 3. I I heard a few people not not finishing Mass Effect, like getting to the last kind of mission and just calling it quits from there. Fez was, I mean... Fez was pretty early on for me when I had to like backtrack a bunch, and I'm just like, "Fuck this! I don't want to have to do this the whole game." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see a Final Fantasy VII. Really? Yeah. After Eris died? No. Uh, realizing I had already spent more than 40 hours of my life on this game, I've got two more discs of this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. 40 hours and only. It's more of a time disc. complaint. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get that uh, with pretty much any MMO ever. Like, I'll play it, and I'll just be like, all of a sudden, I'll just be... It just comes at random moments. I never really know when. I'll just be like, well, fuck, what am I doing? Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, uh, Demon Souls is probably going to end up being that way for me. I don't know if I'll ever go back to it. Right. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. Anywhere. I went to a few different places. I couldn't do shit, and I was just like, oh, fuck this. I don't want to... I don't want to figure it out. I don't want to get better at it. It's too fucking hard. Right. But I love that world so much. Yeah, I don't know. That might make might make you come crawling back at some point. No, right? it'll make no. me play Dark Souls again. Oh, there you go. Yeah, a little <laughs> more with my cheater book. Until you get to to what does Lips and Ornstein where I got uh one the the kid that I know that beat that game um he is now playing through on hardcore mode or whatever it is. Wow, uh, and he's back at that boss. <sighs> he it's said it's much easier the second time through now. That he knows what's coming. And how to beat everything. Yes. But okay. I just thought that was kind of a cool article. Yeah, I, I, I meant to read that, but I saw it like too late before yeah. I before we were gonna start recording. So Okay. I think that's everything, right? I believe so. Yeah, I don't have anything. We're looking at uh either Wednesday or Friday for next week's episode, so um we'll, we'll let you know. Should we talk about what it's gonna be? Yeah. Probably everyone knows. 
What is it? Grand Theft Auto. Oh yeah. Are you? Are, which are you purchasing? Will? Yes. Xbox. Nice. So three of us are getting. Honestly, it. I probably would buy it if I had a system to yeah. play it on. So. so that's good that three of us are getting it though for the same console. Yeah. We can play online. Not till October first, I think, is when it comes. Yeah, out. whatever. We can yeah, still play online. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. If I still have it. So yeah, next week's episode will be about Grand Theft Auto Four. It'll five, four, five. Yeah, <laughs> Grand Theft same Auto. Th- Did I same, say four? Same thing. I think I said four the first time too. Did you? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it will be about five. We promise. Yes, it will be Grand Theft Auto <laughs> Five, not four. We'll probably talk a little bit about Grand Theft Auto Four too. Not but, if we can help it. Right. Maybe some comparisons. So, yeah, that'll do it for episode 112 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, I'm Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.